Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> All right. It was in the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other side. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Figured it out. Wes is wearing a girl shirt. Wes. It's a me, a man's a Garcia. (laughs) Cocahones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say, well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man. Good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday, a lovely Friday in eastern North Carolina. Short sleeves, shorts, my kind of Friday. And we'll have a fun one today right here on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 in washington we're on 1250 930 online pr927 fm.com you can also find us on facebook and youtube make sure you are subscribed to pirate radio tv on youtube see all of our latest videos including uh mike schwartz before the pirates leave town to take on Tulane on saturday we'll have the audio for you of that later on but you can watch the video right now you can watch this show all of our shows uh here on pirate radio live the brian bailey show and a lot more over at pirate radio tv also uh find us on facebook as well as we pass along the latest news and notes going on in the pirate nation and beyond and a lot of those stories you can uh complain about on facebook as a lot of people like to do all right coming up on today's program we are one week away just one week away from pirate baseball at clark excitement time excitement time clark leclerc stadium it'll be ecu and george washington going at it next friday and we will preview the ecu baseball season the american season uh and the entire college baseball season with aaron fit from d1 baseball he'll join us coming up in about 20 minutes or so and uh, we'll get his take on the pirates on the aac and a whole lot more so looking forward to catching up with aaron fit he has his finger on the pulse of all things college baseball and uh look forward to our chat with him coming up in about 20 minutes coming up at four o'clock we'll have our super bowl picks tony dunn carolina cat chronicles.com will join me the c3 podcast we'll talk about how the panthers coaching staff is shaking up tony asked a question on twitter to panthers fans earlier today uh, what does your ideal offseason look like for Carolina? I'll flip the script and ask Tony that question, and we'll bring Chandler into it as well. What moves can the Panthers make between now and August that will get you excited about the upcoming season? Uh, we'll talk Panthers. We'll talk Chiefs and Eagles coming up at 4 o'clock. Brian North will get you ready for the sports weekend coming up in the second hour as well. Talk Pirates and Green Wave. Uh Got some key ACC games tomorrow. NC State, they were ranked in the polls on Monday. They lost early week to Virginia, and they're trying to avoid two losses since being ranked when they take on Boston College tomorrow. North Carolina at home against Clemson. North Carolina reeling right now. Clemson still on top of the ACC standings. We'll dive into some college hoops and more with Brian North later on in the program. Morgan Aylers will look at some Super Bowl prop bets. We'll we'll pick some prop bets coming up in hour number three. 
also mark greenheld's golf shop radio show ton going on in the golf world you've got the waste management uh, phoenix open going on so a wild tournament there, always entertaining and then tiger woods announcing today that he will be participating in uh the tournament next week so uh, first time he'll be playing in a non-major uh, pga tour event in a long long time so uh, we'll talk about all that with mark greenheld all right shirley rose is here chandler honeycutt here on a friday great to see uh, the folks in studio b in fact uh we have a, a new camera is the new camera operating shirley's eating right now so she might not want that camera on but we do have a new camera i believe right guys papa's got a brand new camera hmm it's nice yeah oh there we go y'all look sharp mm-hmm. i look nice and fancy don't over there. touch us we're sharp good to see you good to see you good to see you uh good to see this good to be seen 15 uh oh, pack baby of 16 ounce aluminum bottles of bud light which we will be giving away free beer friday love the aluminum bottle some the coldness of that aluminum bottle chandler it's a 12 pack but there's three free beers oh wait it's all free it's all free baby <laughs> gotta be honest had no idea where you were going with that but neither i like neither did i i like the it's destination. all free that's right and it's friday free beer friday thank you be ready in the five or the third hour <laughs> the, the third hour excuse me have some situational awareness there bud that's right uh you know what we haven't done this week we haven't done a segment for our morning listeners yeah. maybe we should do that uh during today's show so we'll have to do we'll have to put us in the monday present yeah we're skipping like three days that's the kind of let's dangerous take a guess at who wins the super bowl let's talk about that we could we, we, we might we be doing could, that i mean that's taking a risk because we can look like complete idiots uh john says go pirates beat the green wave I'll tell you what john if they, do, if they do that i will be very excited saturday afternoon super excited unbelievable i would say it would be unbelievable john also says hey hey like the new cameras thanks john thank you for watching appreciate it uh let us know what you're up to today well we want to talk to you how's your friday going what are your weekend plans what's on your super bowl spread who's going to win the super bowl what's your favorite super bowl prop do you like rihanna what's rihanna's first song going to be answer those questions let's chat it up Could people. It be this one let's have fun uh here's an example of a great rihanna song and her beautiful voice i like how she messed up on her own song oh, she said the wrong word what it takes to come sing it because she does it so perfect i know i kind of sound like her but i gotta let it go we found love in a hopeless place man that's beautiful <laughs> beautiful beautiful and i uh, hope uh, to hear that tune tune coming up on uh Being Sunday. Tune, you might hear that tune i was reading a story on um tmz that supposedly the set list because you know there's been i guess concern that the set list is going to get leaked uh-huh. and that kind of thing for the super bowl that there's like 52 different versions of the set list uh, floating around so people don't know exactly what she's going to do interesting um and i don't know if that's associated with maybe there's a prop bet somewhere in there so 
Chandler, um, can you do me a favor? Can you grab one of those prop sheets uh, right over there on that table? And you know what was funny is yesterday we were talking about, um, or on the Thursday show, sorry, I forgot my situational awareness. On Thursday show, when you had Troy D on, you were talking about how many songs that Rihanna had. I went back Rihanna. and... Rihanna, Rihanna, whatever. Um, potato, potato, tomato, tomato, whatevs. Um, but I didn't realize how many songs I recognized once I got down the line. Now, if you had asked me without looking at it, name a couple. I could probably name about three or four. But, man, I looked down. I was like, I know that song. I know that song. I agree with that sentiment. If you asked me if I'm a Rihanna fan, I'd probably answer no. If I was hooked up right. to a lie detector test. Yeah. Having said that. If you played her hits, I would know, recognize, and somewhat like most of them. And sing along. And know some words, yeah. Yeah, and some songs I forgot. Like, she did now, a collaboration with Avril Lavigne. Uh, she did a uh, uh, several collaborations with Drake, T.I. You know there's, um, like, a conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne died, and now there's a fake Avril Lavigne? I know. That's so silly. Okay. There's a bunch but, of conspiracy theories that blow my mind. This is true. But know that they are not real. No. Um, Shirley, what song will Rihanna sing first? Diamonds. Don't stop the music. And by the way, so Diamonds is... Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Don't stop the music is... We don't, don't stop, stop the music. 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 I'm going to say... Oh, no, I'm, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. I thought those were the only two... We, we found love. I think that goes like, we found love in a hopeless place. That's the one we had. Okay. All right. Wow, um, yeah. Are those the three? Or No, I'm still going. Will you let me finish? Sorry. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? You, well, and, right, hold, you and Chandler have right. a problem. We found love. He's got three more. He's got three more. I don't have on. a copy of the sheet. No, but, sorry. But I want you, after everyone I say, to say, all right, are you done all yet? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one is, and I don't know this one, help me out. Lift me up. Lift me that up. Is, That's Wakanda. Uh, n- or, uh, yes, that is her newest single. Oh, uh, okay. I don't it know has that. Has something one. to do with Black Panther? I believe so, yes. And I do know Umbrella. Ella, Ella, eh, 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 under my umbrella. And then your last option, tr- Shirley, is Other, Other. The Field. All right. What okay. do you got? Okay. Um, out of those choices. I'm going to go with Diamonds because Please Don't Stop Me Music, I feel, will be in the latter part of the show. Hmm. Like, maybe towards the end. Okay. So, I'm going to go with Diamonds. I think with how popular Black Panther is right now and the new Black Panther movie. Is it popular right now, though? Like, like right now? There's a new one that just came out. Not Wakanda Forever. When did it come out? It came out last year. It's now streaming on the Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, okay. So that was last year. I mean, you think last I year? Think it's only the second month of 2023. What so month of last year? I, I, I believe it was like December. I no. think Possibly, she'll yeah. start with "Lift Me Up" and have a um, Chadwick Chadwick Boseman tribute or a choir right out of the gate right or out like of the a gate choir. i was thinking surely if you're gonna do that then you better be real over the top with it it better be like a choir or something like that because lift me up is a very slow song it's I, a powerful song but it's slow that's why that's also you can't why it's slow you can't start slow and once you get going what do you not want to do stop the music 
which is why you start with no don't stop i the think music. i know that is my answer no you know what i think it is what, what do you think no i don't, I don't think it's going to be diamonds i think it's going to be other and i know it, i i think it's going to be um we're going to run this town we're gonna run this town again. Tonight. I think you kind of uh, pop out Jay Z in the middle of the thing and hit that. That's, that's the thing I was that's gonna what I'm bring saying. up. Jay, I mean, that, that's the thing I was gonna bring up is what I'm looking forward to is the guest appearance, the surprise appearance. Because last year nobody knew that we were gonna see Fifty Cent hanging upside down. By the way, run this town tonight is uh, I legitimately like that song. Yes, run it is a great town song. tonight. Is a but song. it's got a, it's got Jay Z in it. Yeah, you know. He's coming off a big appearance at the Grammys. You mean uh, Hove? Hove. Yeah, okay. Jigga, same guy? Yep, same oh, guy. okay, interesting. Beyonce's husband? Yep. Oh, wow. Beyonce's baby daddy? Yep. <laughs> um. All right, so that hey, this is the fun of it. You don't know, we'll find out uh, coming up Sunday. I mean, I'll definitely tune in to see the, the, uh, the uh, halftime show because I definitely want to see what happens. And, yeah, who pops up? I mean, because... Like I said, she has done collaborations with some of the biggest artists in rap and hip-hop. There's no telling who she's going to bring out, to be quite honest. I mean, it can run from Jay-Z to Avril Lavigne to Calvin Harris to T.I. to Drake. I mean, there are so many that she's done. Eminem, you know, she can bring... That would be a very, very interesting halftime show to watch. Not for the performances, just who shows up. Who is Calvin Harris? He is more your uh, EDM kind of uh, club music. Okay. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's uh, we found love is that found is the DJ that he works with. Place. Calvin Harris is a Scottish man. I love the name Calvin. Yeah, it's more your electronic music. Okay, that's that's his. Yeah, but if I'm not mistaken, Rihanna and Calvin Harris, I believe that is We Found Love. Who's your favorite Calvin of all time? Klein. Probably got to go. <laughs> That's a good one. I'll give a shout out to an old classmate of mine, Calvin Holly. All right. Went to school with him. I, from, I don't know any other Calvin, but Calvin Klein. I'm going to go Calvin Booth, a center from Penn State in like the 90s. God, you, your sports knowledge is so random sometimes. Very. But the answer will probably be Calvin Johnson. See, your yeah. random sports knowledge probably would equal my random music knowledge. Yeah. We all have our thing, right? Yeah. Chandler's would be Adam Sandler movies. Man. Now, Nuh-uh. if Adam Sandler could do a... Nuh-uh. Now, Adam Sandler Nuh-uh. plays music, if he could do a halftime show. Have you heard... I used to have his CD in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Piece of Bleep Car. <laughs> have you heard that? Any of those songs? <laughs> no. Oh, man. I got a whole new uh, era of Sandman for Man, you. His tribute to Chris Farley. It's hilarious, oh, yeah. but it'll also make you cry. All right. Uh, first, okay. Josh says he is calling his shot. We got a shot call for today. Well, look, oh. jo- look, we got a shot call today, and it's Josh Thomas. Now, Josh, come and get your beer if you do win, because he asked me the last time he won, he never came and picked it up. Oh, that's said, right. And he said, hey, he said, can you see if my beer's still there? So he even had doubts that it wasn't, and it wasn't. So. But did you see the rest of his comment? He said, calling my shot, need that beer for next weekend. Now he has a reason for it. He's got some motivation. A reason here. for the season, the baseball season. 
and so he's going to pick it up if he wins or as he says when he wins when i win how lit is that tailgate gonna how be? how lit surely it's gonna be lit dude hey, hello it's fellow young kids lit. hello fellow young whippersnappers <laughs> you say lit? hey fellow kids how lit is the jungle gonna be next weekend i'm gonna it's say gonna i'm gonna say low-key it's gonna be pretty lit. low-key bro <laughs> yeah. no, cap. Yeah, no cap no cap no cap bro <laughs> Uh, Ty- I have nephews that age, so I, I pick up on the vernacular every now and then. Be? Tyler says, and boy, this could really take us somewhere. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Let's ask Alex Jones. Is he on the line? Well, ah, aliens! In- uh, I don't know, Tyler. I have to think about that. That Elvis is not dead? That, that Michael Jackson How not old dead? would Elvis be right now? Oh God! Well, he's definitely gone. Yeah, he's definitely gone. gone. Yeah, there's no way he's still alive. Uh, Michael Jackson, Tupac's alive. alive. I Tupac. My, what did they say? What did he say? Favorite conspiracy theory? Yeah. That um, the guy that shot John F. Kennedy was not the guy that shot John F. Kennedy. Oh yeah, a lot of. uh, I mean, I've seen Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald, um, and that he was killed to silence him because remember he was jack killed. ruby shot him when he was being transferred out of the jail right right and that there is mob ties to uh john f kennedy's assassination because jack ruby was tied to the mob yeah oh Let's we see. need to talk 13. to nadu about that yeah we need to ask oh nadu i'd love to ask stuff. him about that because oh his sit down podcast would be fire if he could you know find some information on that but that is my favorite conspiracy theory right. and that <clears throat> there was no moon landing yeah that's, moon. that's one of the biggest ones yeah um austin we're getting deep here segment one we will quick we'll take a break in a moment and call aaron fit and get back to sports but he says if human civilization as we know it was ending due to worldwide cataclysmic events and you are given the task of selecting one song to represent mankind to be given to the next humans who repopulate the earth. What would that song be? What a question. Ball with the ball. <laughs> ball with <laughs> no, the ball. <laughs> My name is Kid. I mean, honestly, you need to find a song that just makes no sense whatsoever. It's just completely random in the lyrics because that's what this world is it makes no sense and it's completely random i'd probably say brought to you courtesy of the red white and blue <laughs> that you is are no fun that no that is a very american thing to answer it's the end of the world as we know it by rem i also just wanted to bring up that song because we killed it that one time on the show austin i'm gonna be serious with my answer i'm gonna say time by pink floyd time by pink floyd first of all it is very um madada what um can you can you play melodic melodic but what's where like visual how would you say that melancholy no that means sad i know (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'm just trying says we are the world we are the world we are the children. No. We are the ones to make a brighter day. Um, so let's start giving. Oh shoot! What's the name of the song? It's um. Let me ride that donkey. Friends no. in low places. It's Whitney Houston song. I believe the children. Ah, uh, greatest future. love of all. Thank you. That's it. All right. 
Austin Austin answered how his about, own question with September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. How about hell? Uh, not hell. Hell. <laughs> Y'all are going to probably laugh because I just said hell, and I meant to say heal the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, meant say, I meant to say heal the world, and I accidentally said hell. No, um, man in the mirror. You're looking at the man in there. I don't like any of these answers. We're gonna have to think about this, Austin and Tyler. This is like homework. We have to think of our best conspiracy theories and what's wrong. I gave you mine. What's your official answer? That Lee Harvey Oswald did not. No, no, shoot. no. I mean for the music question. You had three. We, oh, we gotta, okay. I, I want to um, really think about that. To represent. Let's sit down and think about it. Have to represent humankind. Thought. Uh, we are the world probably would fit in that category. We I think. are the world. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. That's fair. Let's take a break. Great segment one. Out of the gates, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Can we really keep up this momentum for three hours? Um, Get off the tracks because the Pirate Radio live train's coming. Get off the pot. Crap or get off the pot? Mm-hmm. We're choosing to crap here. We will talk baseball when we return pirates one week away from getting underway with the season we'll have a uh, softball update for you on the other side on the buccaneer music calls oh Board. i forgot that we're playing the buck. The buck. don't worry i'm here i remember we'll have that update and we'll talk to aaron fit d1 baseball when we return pirate radio live after this listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space. And now that the weather's getting warmer, it also features air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncstateparks.gov. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday, one week away from East Carolina baseball kicking off uh, their season, throwing out the first pitch of their season as they will take on George Washington with softball. The softball season underway, East Carolina one and one, and right now trying to get to two and one as they lead the Mastodons of Purdue Fort Wayne three to nothing. In the sixth inning, they will take on Virginia Tech again. Lost to the Hokies yesterday. They'll play them again coming up later today. Uh, but right now on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck, da Buck. the Pirates lead 3 nothing. Uh, we'll talk some baseball now with Aaron Fitt from D1 Baseball. He joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line to get you ready for the 2023 season. Aaron, how you doing, man? I'm good, my friends. How are you guys? Hey, great. Always great to chat with you, Aaron. Uh, we know baseball's around the corner when we get you here on Pirate Radio. And Aaron, I don't know if I've ever asked you about just kind of your background and, and the 
the machine uh, that you've built that is D1 Baseball today, the authority uh, when it comes to uh, college baseball. So could you, you give us that a little bit, Aaron, uh, the creation of D1 and, and what and everything you were doing before that leading up to it? Yeah, it's, it's been a heck of a ride. Uh, I started out at Baseball America. I was there for 10 years uh, based in Durham, and you know, I got to know over that time, got to know Kendall Rogers pretty well and Kyle Peterson, um, of course, from ESPN. And, uh, you know, some, sometime around 2014, 2013, um, you know, Kendall started making noise about, oh, we should all go into business together. And we're like, yeah, yeah, okay, Kendall, you know, maybe. Someday that'll happen, sure. And then, you know, lo and behold, um, D1 Baseball, we, we started talking with those guys that but you know, what if we came in and, and uh, bought the site and kind of turned it into a one-stop shop for the college baseball fan with, with scores and everything uh, already already existing on the site, and we we're going to add content, um, and we just kind of made it happen. So I think our first year was 2015, and uh, there's been no looking back. It's been a lot of fun to, to watch this thing build uh, in the last nine seasons now awesome stuff you can subscribe to d1 baseball a pretty good time to have Aaron on because if you go to the page right now uh you will see the 2023 american athletic season preview uh by kendall rogers which uh does indeed have the pirates at the top of the list where they have been for uh for many years now and uh let's uh, get your take on these 2023 pirates Aaron, one of the most consistent programs if not the most in the country still waiting to break through obviously and and get to omaha but hosting regionals uh going to super regionals being in the top 25 uh they don't get much more consistent than what cliff godwin's been here so how about uh this uh, new iteration of the pirates what do you like about this ecu team heading into this year aaron yeah, it should be a good club, as usual, you know, and it's uh, a little bit different from last year's team where uh, they had so much star power, of course, in the lineup with, with Bryson Worrell and, and, you know, Agnos at short and just a lot of guys that had been around and played a lot. Um, you know, you lose some of those pieces now. There's still some veteran guys that you could build the lineup around, uh, but it really feels like the strength of this team is going to be the pitching, whereas last year, it really, I mean, Cliff Godwin has talked a lot about how they just kind of held it together with, with duct tape bailing wire a little bit on the mound last year, just, you know, mixing and matching, and they used their depth and ran in a lot of guys and ran them out as soon as, you know, they got kind of figured out by the opposition, and um, really, they didn't have the horses that you're used to seeing in the rotation. And this year, I, I think you're going to see some more length out of that, that rotation, especially if Carter Spivey winds up sticking in, in the rotation after you know he was a conference pitcher of the year last year out of bullpen, but he, he showed how effective he can be when they extended him and, and when they gave him the start in the regional and the super. Um, you know, he clearly I think this guy can 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 handle that move. Uh, and then you know what, what can we get out of Josh Groves and Trey Savage, two guys that have big power arms that I think they're uh, expecting big seasons from uh, as weekend starters, guys that can really get you deep into a ball game and, uh, you know, just take pressure off of the bullpen. So that's the biggest difference from last year is I think, I think you're going to get more out of the starting pitching, maybe a little bit less firepower in the lineup, but still I think a really good lineup uh, with, with uh, you know, a real, a real emerging star kind of anchoring the whole thing and, and, and Jacob Jenkins Coward. Uh, who, who make that move to center field now to replace Worrell. So I think he's going to have a monster year. He's a really exciting player. Yeah, I was going to ask you about individuals, Aaron, that we could be seeing on your All-American list at the end of the year. And a couple guys you mentioned there with Spivey, uh, Yusavich, uh, we're, we're excited about him. And, of course, offensively, Jacob Jenkins Coward. Uh, anybody else uh, come to mind, Aaron, as a potential All-American on this East Carolina roster, either in the field or uh, on the mound? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, here's, here's one that I think I'm intrigued by. 
Uh, Ryan McChrystal behind the plate. Mm. He was kind of the big breakout guy this fall. Uh, Cliff Godwin really was talking him up at the end of the fall about just how much of a, of a leap forward he's, he's made. And, you know, they liked him coming out of the high school. He was a high-profile recruit. Um, you know, he was kind of blocked last year, didn't play a whole lot. You look at his numbers, he hit, you know, 150 or something, and you're thinking, okay, like, this is the guy. Uh, yeah, he's the guy. I mean, he can really hit. Left-handed hitter with, with power. Uh, he could catch. I mean, between him and Justin Wilcox, I think you've got two kind of emerging talents that you can alternate at catcher and DH, which kind of helps keep both of those guys fresh. And, and I think those are two players who can put up some numbers. So I think McChrystal does have All-America caliber ability, and we'll see if he can can harness that this year. But and then you got the veterans like Josh Moylan and, and Amac over there, Alec Makarevich at third base, two guys that I, I think uh, could be, you know, Poised for big bounce back seasons. We've seen what they're capable of doing. Uh, I think Moylan's struggles last year, in particular, were really surprising because I, I think he's a very talented power hitter. Uh, I expect him to bounce back, and he's capable of having an All America kind of a campaign too. Aaron Fit, D one baseball, joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Aaron, one thing this team has done is just dominated the American. Going back to 2019, uh, they're 20 and four. 2021, 20 and eight. Last year, 20 and four. Just incredible what they've done in conference play. Having said that, who is uh, who is the team in the AAC? A team or two that maybe could challenge East Carolina this year if they do have any challengers there at the top. Yeah, it, it really does feel like it's it's East Carolina and then everybody else. It's just a pretty big gap right now uh, between the Pirates and the rest of the league. And you know, I think there's a couple of teams that'll kind of be jostling for position behind ECU. Uh, you know, Houston comes to mind for me. I, you know, there's some question marks in the mound, but there is some some potential, some high upside power arms if they can figure it out in that pitching staff. Um, it has a chance to be pretty good. So it's a little bit of a, a boomer bust risk reward team but um you know they could be dangerous i think uh, the same goes for for Tulane. you know uh, especially if some of their their sophomores in the lineup that got their feet wet last year if those guys continue to develop um that's a dangerous club but you know for them and it's just always hard to build the pitching depth i think they've got a front line guy or two dealing carmouche the lefty in particular i really like but um do they have the depth? It's hard for them at a private school without a lot of institutional aid, so that's kind of held them back. But Tulane, Houston, maybe UCF, maybe Wichita, I think they'd have a bounce-back year. Um, but all those teams, I, mean, I don't really see much separation between any of them. It feels like they're all just kind of you know, battling for position, and, and it'll probably wind up being a, a big cluster like, like usual behind East Carolina. Aaron, uh, you you have your finger on the pulse of what's going on in college baseball, but especially here in the Carolinas, and obviously East Carolina's schedule chock full of local opponents, including a three-game series with North Carolina. Duke is on the schedule, NC State, UNCW, Charlotte, uh, Campbell, uh, amongst others, Elon on the list as well. So when you look uh, here in the state of North Carolina, uh, who are the uh, the top teams along with ECU? What do you think about the, the triangle schools and, and maybe uh, those non-quote-unquote Power 5 schools this year? Well, that's a really good schedule that you just reeled off there. I mean, I th- Charlotte, for me, might be the team to beat in Conference USA this year. really like their team, a lot of big bats back and some exciting uh, SEC transfers that could step right into the, the weekend rotation and give them some power arms. So, like, they're interesting. Campbell, once again, is looks loaded on the mound. Really deep group of big-time power pitchers. Kay Kuehler being the headliner uh, you won't see in a Tuesday game, but uh, they've got plenty of other guys they can run into, and they've kind of emerged like ECU. It is just the, the class of their league every year. Um, a team that is going to be in a regional almost every year and can, can win a regional. Hasn't done it yet, but I think that's coming. 
Um, so those are kind of the mid-majors, if you will, that, that jumped out at me. But you know, I think in the triangle, NC State's going to hit a lot. Uh, do they have enough pitching? We'll find out. I mean, if, if they can stay healthy, if Sam Highfield and Matt Willardson in particular can stay healthy, they could be very dangerous again. Um, North Carolina looks balanced to me. A lot of speed and power in the lineup. Um, you know, Vance Honeycutt, one of the best players in the country, uh, kind of anchoring that thing, but there's a lot more around him as well. Um, and, and their pitching, I think, like ECU, looks better than it was a year ago. I think they're going to get more length out of their rotation also. Um, so, you know, we've got those two teams, ECU and, and North Carolina, ranked back-to-back. I think yeah. ECU is 11, UNC is 12. So uh, I'm excited about that series. I'm definitely planning to catch some of that in, in week two of the season. And looking at that preseason poll, the teams ahead of East Carolina – SEC heavy, obviously. LSU at one, Tennessee two, Ole Miss three, A and M five, or Ole Miss four, A and M five, Florida seven, Arkansas eight, Vanderbilt ten. So you got all those SEC teams at the top. I ask you this every February, Aaron: Is there a team above the rest, or uh, do you see this? Uh, you know, not much separation from the the top ten. What, what do you think about going into this year? LSU is kind of the super team this year. You know, they went out and just crush the the transfer portal um you bring in tommy white from nc state uh he might not even be the best transfer they got you know they got paul Skeens from air force who's a team usa guy and uh one of the best two-way talents in the country with the you know high 90s fastball he might be their friday starter and hit four hole you know i mean it's it's crazy how, how much they help themselves in the transfer portal but they also brought in the best group of freshmen in the country the number one ranked freshman class and a number one ranked high school class also um, and yeah, that's what they already had with Dylan Cruz in center field. He's the best player in America, uh, you know, kind of leading the way in addition to some other really talented kids there. They are absolutely loaded. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to win it all because the best team never wins at all. You know, it hasn't happened since 1999 that the number one national seed has won the national title. Wow. Um, so you just, you know, you've got to be the hottest team. Being the best all year long, look, look at Tennessee last year. You know, I mean, they dominated the SEC. Um, won 59 games and they couldn't even get to Omaha. You know, it's hard, man. You just you just gotta you gotta play your best at the right time. And so uh, LSU is the best team on paper. Uh, we'll see how that translates and whether they can peak when it matters most in June. Aaron Fid joining us, D1 Baseball here on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live, one week away from the season beginning, East Carolina and George Washington at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Aaron, uh, Cliff Godwin, I asked him about rule changes at ECU Media Day and uh, anything to keep an eye on. He said there will be uh, there's supposed to be an added emphasis on the pitch clock, and, and we've talked to some players. Uh, we talked to players Monday on the Delcor Players Lounge, and they've said that they are certainly practicing that when it comes to pitchers being ready to pitch and, and also the hitters, making sure their their routines are tight and they're in the box ready to go. He also mentioned no props, which that will affect East Carolina. They were a big home run prop team, Aaron. So outside of that, or you can, you can touch on those two, but any other changes to college baseball from last year to to 2023 i mean just the the change with the assistant uh the yeah. fourth assistant thing or that's a really big deal to, have to be able to convert your volunteer into a full-time position uh but uh, uh you know i think the pitch clock thing we'll, we'll see how how much i mean you're right that's that's an area of emphasis we'll see how much that really affects things um i i am kind of disappointed about the prop rule i like the props i, I think uh, we shouldn't be in the business of making baseball less fun. You know, I mean, let the kids have a good time. I, you know, it's silly. I get it. Sometimes I can go too far, but I just, I thought that was dumb. I, you know, I just, come on, man. Like this, this is not 1950 and let's, let's, let's relax a little bit. 
<laughs> Aaron Fitt joining us, D1 Baseball. Aaron, how about, I'd like to ask you about this too, exposure of college baseball. And you guys do an awesome job, ESPN Plus now, more involved. So games are readily available. But as far, we saw a couple of ECU-NC State games are going to be on uh, ESPNU, I, I believe, coming up this year. Is that it's probably still not where you want it, Aaron, or where you think it should be? But how about the availability of baseball, uh, more eyeballs on the sport of college baseball? Where do you think that is in, in 2023? I think it's awesome where we are. You know, I mean, you can basically watch any game you want for the power conferences, except for the Pac 12, because their TV situation is a joke. Uh, but everyone else, I mean, you, you can find them in, in a lot of non power conferences, too. You can find them on, on ESPN Plus. And, I mean, let's face it, that's how most of us, I feel like, consume our uh, our media these days is through streaming, you know. And um, if, if you don't stream, okay, you can get an occasional game on your um, on your old-fashioned t- cable or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I don't think it really matters that much anymore that we're on the, the mothership or ESPNU or any of the traditional outlets, as I think most people are, are realizing that that streaming is, is the way of the future. And just the fact that we can, you know, have whatever game we want at our fingertips uh, any day during the season is, is just awesome. Aaron Fitt joining us. Aaron, you've got, uh, of course, all the the preseason rankings, the conference rankings podcast, uh, all of the above at D1 Baseball. So uh, for folks out there that want to find out more of your work, Kendall Rogers' work and the crew there, uh, tell them what they should do. Yeah, check us out, d1baseball.com. I know we've got some some deals right now uh, for an annual subscription. If you sign up, you can get 20% off. Uh, just just look on Kendall's Twitter feed. He always he's, he's always pushing those coupon codes. I'm sure you can find the coupon code <laughs> that we're using right now. But if if you want 20 percent off, uh, we hope we hope you consider it. It's the uh, uh, the best place to go to follow college baseball all season long at, at D1 Baseball. Aaron, uh, appreciate it. Uh, when uh, do you have Clark Leclaire scheduled to uh, to make a visit this year? We always see you there a few times a year. Are you planning on getting here uh, soon? Yeah, I'm going to start out week two uh, that that North Carolina series. I'm definitely going to be there for that. Um, and then, and I, I know I've got East Carolina and, and Campbell uh, circled for the, the game in Fayetteville. Okay. Um, and we haven't been to that new ballpark yet, so that's that's one that I'm, I'm going to get down for. But I'm sure there'll be others too over the course of the season. Looking forward to seeing the Pirates. Yes, sir. We'll see you there, Aaron. Thanks for joining us as always, man. We'll catch up with you again down the road. All right. Take care. Aaron Fit, D1 Baseball, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Couple things there. Once again, says, at least going into the year, it's ECU and everybody else in the American. That is the way it's been the last three full seasons, taking out that COVID year. Um, the Pirates have absolutely dominated. Incredible. 20 wins in conference play alone uh, these last three full seasons that they've played. And uh, Aaron says it could be another one of those years uh in american play but a lot of baseball to be played before we get to conference play and uh those midweek games important but also those series with north carolina the keith leclerc classic going to be some fun weekends ahead at clark leclerc stadium let's take a time out come back one more segment to go here in hour number one of pirate radio live we'll take another look at the buccaneer music hall scoreboard get a check in on the softball pirates and have more for you when we return after this
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Dickinson Avenue Public House is a lively and diverse restaurant in Greenville that uses fresh and local ingredients. With influences of Creole, Asian, and upscale Southern cuisine, the Dickinson Avenue Public House offers a seasonally rotating menu and a full-service bar with rotating craft brews on tap. Come to the intersection of 8th and Dickinson and enjoy Dollar Oysters Tuesday through Thursday from 5.30 to 7. For more details, check out daphousenc.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Thank you, Shirley. Did you know Superboy Fact... Superboy. Superboy! <laughs> Superboy Factoid. Okay. Uh, your Miami Dolphins are one of seven... NFL franchises to win back-to-back Super Bowls. I like how you say your. Yeah, they're her Dolphins. Until they start winning next season Wait, again. Two is cleared. That our Dolphins. <laughs> um, we asked that one the other night at Sports Trivia. There's seven teams that have gone back-to-back. Chandler, can we come up with that list real quick? Patriots, Dolphins, boys, boys, dim boys, Niners. Niners, Packers, Packers, Bears, no, Raiders. Oh, we said Bears, but it was wrong. Raiders, and who are we forgetting? Help us out. One other team. You said back to back, right? Dolphins, Packers, Patriots. Um, say Niners, Giants? Raiders, Niners, no. I wish I hadn't brought this up now. Man. It wasn't Tampa Bay. Nobody in the South. Steelers. Steelers. I'm going to say Steelers is that other team. There you go. Super Bowl. Why don't you keep saying Super Boy? I guess I'm thinking about Factoid is in my brain because I'm about to say that, and it just goes to Super Boy. (laughs) Super Toid. Super Bowl Factoid here on a Friday. Be sprinkling those in. Factoid to consider. Factoid to consider. Uh, let's get a look at what's going on with ECU softball. Do you have an update, Shirley? If not, I will. Yes. What do you um, got? It is a final. East Carolina won 3 nothing, And so they will play. I was about to say, oh, man, we play Purdue. And it says Purdue-Fort Wayne. <laughs> yes. And uh, so they will take on uh, Virginia Tech. It does not give me a time. So Time is just a construct created by man to keep us all down. Time time that's what Call I oh okay here it is um it is slated to start at 4 30 all right a lovely time so that is down in wilmington that is correct pirates lost to the Hokies yesterday uh trying to get a little revenge and get a win over a top 25 opponent that would be nice uh earlier today i saw a from the helm from one jeff confer what are you doing steering the boat yep at the helm you're at the helm uh let's uh take a gander at that starts out by congratulating congrats kim mcneil and the ecu women's basketball team for their record uh 16 and 8 16 wins tied for the most by the pirates since 2014-15 uh they have also have uh won five road games this year that is the most in eight seasons And they will be back home coming up Sunday at 2 against Wichita State. The first 300 fans in attendance of that game 
will receive a Pirates pink T-shirt. Also, autographs coming up after the game. Yeah, it's their uh, pink game. Um, so they will be wearing pink uniforms because I saw on their social media earlier today that their uniform, uh, they kind of revealed the uniforms. They're pretty sweet looking and they are currently in second place, um, in the, uh, AAC. Uh, they are only trailing Houston. Uh, take that back. I'm sorry. Third place. (laughs) I was about to say. No, I'm sorry. I... (laughs) Because I was like, South Florida. That's not second place. No. Factoid to forget. The factoid was I completely skipped over Houston. I just looked South Florida, East Carolina. Um, South Florida, of course, running away with it. They're undefeated in the conference, 10 0. Houston is 6 3 in the conference. East Carolina, 7 4. So, uh, you know, still in that comfortable spot. Because once again, the top five teams. Yep. The top five teams get a bye at the end of the regular season uh for the conference <laughs> y'all were playing on tuesday losers we're at the hotel like chilling. hanging out at the pool just like chilling while y'all were playing basketball and i gotta be honest with you amaya joiner i think is going to be in the running for freshman of the year in the aac well she has won uh aac freshman of the week <laughs> it's friday man it's friday we go build the it's 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 almost dude are you all right almost AAC, the second freshman of the week honors five times yes there you go and there has go. multiple double double games multiple. multiple i don't know how many exactly because i haven't gone back and looked but she has multiple is a good number to use a good yeah. word to use on a uh sports radio show yes this could mean a lot of things of course um folks we have a severe Wait a minute. Did we say Broncos on our list? No, I no, was just looking mention. at that comment. Does Patrick, Patrick. get right? Obviously, John Elway won um, against the Packers and the Falcons. So who do we put up there that shouldn't be up there? Now I'm going to have to look that up. Mike P says, Shirley giving uh, Houston some bulletin board material. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I just completely glossed over Houston. I just saw South Florida, East Carolina. I was They're like, woo, a, second place, assistant baby. Assistant women's basketball coach listens to the show, and now they've got bulletin board material <sighs> the rest of the year. That's going to really Sorry, come back. Sorry, Coach by. McNeil. Let's see. NFL teams, back-to-back Super Bowls. The list is Packers, Dolphins, Steelers, Niners, Cowboys, Broncos, Patriots. Okay, I threw the Raiders in. Shouldn't have. Um, we left out the Broncos. Uh, well, I should have should have known that. Thank you for that. Um, oh God! Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> look at uh, look at Josh's latest Facebook post. Facebook. Did you say Jeff? Comfort? I probably did. Oh man, I got to go back. I am having an awful. I've got to go back. Uh, we had a great segment one, great interview with Aaron Fit, and I've completely fallen apart this segment. According to Josh, I said that the From the Helm today right. was put out on ecpires.com by Jeff Confer. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's right. I, I did. I, I don't know what, what I'm doing right now. John Gilbert put out that From the Helm. Chandler, what are you doing? He's pulling up your boo-boo. Did I say it? Today I saw a from the helm from one Jeff 
from one, from one, Jeff Comfort. From oh, the one and only, God. Jeff Comfort. I am terrible. I'm you need a Bud Light, man. man. Goodness gracious. My apologies. Wow. Yeah. I got nothing to say, man. Like, hey, we need Kyle from Lagrange to call. We need Foe Jeff Comfort to call in and say, "Yeah, that was me the, from the hill." I kind of want to hear that call now, but we got to take a break. We'll see if we can find that during the break. Uh, when we return, Tony Dunn, C three Podcast. We'll talk Super Bowl. I'm gonna shape up, people. I'm not gonna let this hinder the rest of the show i'm gonna come back strong that's all i can do at this point john says jeff comfort what the hell um, again like you, that's a name you cannot bring up whether it's on purpose or on accident what, like while what is going on in my brain you're thinking of jeff comfort i have no uh ayahuasca in my system so I can't. I don't have any excuses. I'm glad Josh caught that because I don't think we would have. We would have went never, right I, along. It never, it, it never registered with me. We'll take a break. Come back. Hour two. After this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Hour 2. Refresh during the timeout. I'm ready to go. Awful, awful segment by me, last segment. Uh, Mike P. says, Cliff needs to go to the bench, regroup, come back at the next media timeout, which made me think we need... It'd be cool if we had a bench and we had subs that could come in we don't have that we got myself we got shirley we got chandler but much like basketball i'm kind of the the ball dominant point guard here if i have a segment like i did last segment and continuously screw up can't get words right get people's names wrong i'm calling for a sub and whoever wants to step up take over a point guard can shirley chandler whoever wants it come take it i will switch seats with you for the the remainder of the segment and you guys will close it out strong. I will come back that next segment. So if at any point I struggle like I did last segment, I'm subbing out. One of y'all are coming in. So be ready when your name is called. Oh, boy. That's all I'm telling you. All right. Taylor says nothing. Shirley says, oh, boy. Sounds like they're on board. Uh-huh. We'll, be, uh, we'll do that. But you know what? Don't even worry about it because I'm, I'm focused. I'm locked in. The your brain management show. is great. Brain management has been at an all-time high. <laughs> so some things are going well tony dunn will join us now on the power radio live line c3 podcast we'll talk super bowl we'll talk panthers we'll talk more tony how you doing man right right does shirley need to be subbed out no i got him punched up Let's get down to tony. okay oh boy let's get down to tony tony tony, tony. I can hear you now. Tony. 
Tony, you there? Tony. Tony? Tony, you there? Tony. Yeah. Tony. It's like, uh, I was going to say this. It sounds like you guys went in and made some locker room adjustments, but then <laughs> the adjustment was to come in and bring me in. Here, this is a good strategy, Clip. If you've been messing up people's names, yeah. you can just dish the ball to someone else who will make more mistakes than you. You are the perfect guy to come on at this time, and we really appreciate that. Tony Dunn from C3 Podcast. Um, get your bingo cards ready to see what player's name he'll get wrong today as we talk Super Bowl 57. Uh, give us a Panthers update. Has the staff been filled out? We uh, Yesterday, Chandler, I think it was Will Conkle, something like that. Conkle. Conkle. Uh, from Charlotte Sports Live says that uh, McAdoo, who I called uh, Bob, Bob McAdoo, Ben Bas- McAdoo, basketball player, uh, not returning to the Panthers, and I thought that was a foregone conclusion. I, I don't know if that was breaking news or not, but do we have a, a staff filled out? Do we have an offensive coordinator yet on the Carolina Panthers? No, not a, not yet. The Panthers. Uh, all we've heard about is that this defensive staff really being put together so it's just that offensive coordinator uh who is the last piece of the puzzle and i'm with you is that i you know what it was news to me that it was news <laughs> mcadoo was being released like i mean i i thought that was just like you said a foregone conclusion no i think the last name we heard was um jim bob cooter yeah uh, jacksonville jaguars but i think you know there kind of makes me wonder this is that if they haven't hired someone already is potentially the answer to that question playing this weekend somewhere and yeah. uh, some people have speculated maybe jim nagy and let me see if i, if I get his first name right now i'm already no nope. his name's matt matt hey there you go yep. there you go first one matt nagy and then um whoever the uh, eric Bieniemy, i guess is another name that could potentially be there or something like that and i've heard washington potentially being interested in him i'm not sure yeah um no that's the last part but i think the good news about that is like since frank Reich is ultimately the offensive he, he could be calling plays like i mean it's just kind of waiting to find and hope it's the right fit to work with him tony asked a question on uh twitter earlier today panthers fans what is your ideal off season um I will flip that question to you and just very brief, like from now until August, what could this Panthers team do to upgrade uh, player addition subtractions to make you happy uh, this offseason? Yeah, I think the uh, I mean, the obvious answer is to find some solution at the quarterback position. Um, you know, I think that this is not going to make Panthers fans happy ultimately, but I think the solution to that is to get a bridge quarterback for a year and draft a quarterback this year if you can. And uh, I know that fans don't like to hear that because that's what they've been trying to do for the last four years. That's what they tried to do for the last four years in Indianapolis, but they just failed to draft the guy behind them. So if you do that, you got to really, you know, if you pick a quarterback in the number one spot in the draft, I think, you know, that's just what everybody is expecting. So I think that would give us a little bit of kind of uh, comfort that there is, a plan and some direction for me. I've been looking through all of the free agency lists a little bit, just kind of prematurely. There's going to be a lot of names that hit it still. Uh, but you know, instead of looking at a quarterback, I want a free safety. I want, so I've been looking at, uh, Jimmy Ward from the 49ers, I think could be a good addition. And then the Chauncey Gardner, uh, 
from, who's actually playing in the Super Bowl this weekend, who went from the Saints he mm-hmm. for a contract. And I'm just ready to see a guy flying around in the backfield kind of that allows those corners to play a little bit more uh, without the fear of getting beat over the top and, uh, you know, kind of a rangy guy. Jimmy Ward's 30, though, so I don't know exactly if that is getting too old. But at the same time, he played really well at cornerback. Uh, I mean, when they moved him to the nickel, and he didn't want to play that because I guess safeties get paid more. But, you know, that's just kind of what I'm looking at. So I think it's just continue to build the, the team and hope that you get the quarterback right. Chandler, non-quarterback, non-safety, what uh, upgrade would you like to see at a position this offseason for Carolina via free agency or maybe – uh, first, second round, whatever in the draft. I don't know who the person will be, but the upgrade I want to see is, and I I loved watching this guy play for eight years that he was in Carolina, and since he's left, since that unexpected retirement, we haven't seen a middle linebacker who has been able to control the defense and put our defense in a position like Luke Keekley has. So um, I would say middle linebacker, get a guy in there. We have Shaq Thompson, who is a veteran guy. He's been there since the – uh, 2015 Super Bowl run, but I mean, we I want to get a young guy in here that's and look, there's not going to be another Luke Keekley, but I think uh, a position that has not been mentioned yet is middle linebacker, and I think that's one of the most underrated positions where a lot of people I feel like are not looking at to upgrade. Tony, I was talking to our mutual friend Pat Ryder recently, a professor at ECU, and he is big on analytics and and all that stuff and likes to say that running backs don't matter he also thinks linebackers don't matter i had this conversation with him because he asked me about what i'd like to see in washington and i'm like man we haven't had like a good middle linebacker in forever and i realize it's not as big of a need as a dynamite rush end or a lockdown corner or things like that but i mean chandler just talked about keekley he asked me this like the day after i saw fred warner running 40 yards down the field covering a running back like okay maybe it's not as big an impact position as it was in 1985 but with mike singletary but i'd still love a good linebacker uh on my defense and and chandler says the same there what do you think i think that uh i mean it's it's cliche to say you're only as strong as your weakest link and so when you It almost might, you might not want to look at like what position only and value of position, but like where do you really need to be strong? And up the center, like up the gut, it seems like if you don't have like a dominant uh, defensive tackle, then you better have a dominant uh, middle linebacker. And then if you don't have either of those, you better have like some dominant safety. And you really kind of just, I think, need the strength up the center. And it's not so much about it being the most valuable position, but when it's weak, it's such a, you know, there's nothing more deflating when a team just runs straight up the middle and then it just opens everything up. So, like, I can understand what their arguments are about the importance of it, but I think that you have to factor in how much they get paid, right? Is like, how about this? Is I'm sure they would also say that a field goal kicker isn't the most important thing or analytically or something but man when they miss that game winning kick it sure hurts so um yeah i think and for for us is the panthers just have not been able to stop the run for a long time it really feels like and you know, we don't know exactly why that is it got better with Derek brown this year but we haven't you need a real you need a you might not need the best linebacker but you could all these teams that have really fun defenses always have guys at the linebacker position that are making things happen and so yeah 
And I think tight end is another one for the Carolina Panthers that's yes. still waiting for an answer as you bring up a Luke Keekley. You know, is it? I want. Do you do this clip for the Commanders? Is do you compare every player at every position to the last player you really like there? Um, sure. Of, and so, like, I just feel like it's like I'm always talking about Julius Peppers is the prototypical defensive end. My, yeah. Luke Keekley, Greg Olson. You know, uh, so you do that for uh, for players that aren't as good as the guy that was in that previous position. You don't do it for the opposite, though. Like. This, you know, you just forget about those guys. But, yeah, when you have an impact player, you look for the next guy who's going to be just like that. Yeah. You you brought up tight end, Tony, a, a name that's being bounced around uh, when it comes to tight ends and free agency is Mike Gusecki. Is that a guy that you hmm. – is that an upgrade? Uh, it's definitely – I feel like an it, anybody really with what we have on the roster is an upgrade. But how, what do you think about Mike Gusecki? Well, I think um, – you know, I, I think Gusecki is just important to where he goes and what type of scheme he's going to be put into. So it's like almost like a, a Jimmy Graham-type player in a way. And uh, there's a reason. Look, the Miami Dolphins have, I guess, what we think is going to be the heir apparent to the Shanahan genius with the – I always forget his name – the the Dolphins hippie uh, – Mike McDaniel. Ever a coach. What's his name? Mike McDaniel. Yeah, Mike McDaniels. It's like, and they really, he walked in there and put together a really exciting offense to to watch, right? You get Tyreek, sure. You got Waddle, yes, very talented. So I just assumed by watching that offense and just seeing it flourish week in and week out, regardless sometimes of not even having a quarterback, that you would expect that Mike Gusecki would really just be balling out, particularly after a year the season before where he did. And now Miami doesn't really love, want to retain him. They were already worried about how much he was going to cost before. And that makes me wonder, like, and I've, some of the things I've read have said he's just not the best fit for a team that likes to do creative stuff in the run game, right? Because he doesn't put his hand in the dirt. He's not a good blocker at all. So I think that Gasecki is a fit, you know, kind of a fit thing. And if you have an offense where you want your tight end to really predominantly be lining up in the slot as a pass catcher or something to that effect, then that would work. So I don't really know enough about how my uh, Frank Wright's going to use that offense uh, because I just look at him more as a receiver, and uh, I think that's what the problem is with him. Um, I wonder, is Dallas Goddard a free agent this year? That's the guy. But, I mean, they would be silly to let him go from Philadelphia. Tony Dunn joining us here on pirate radio live here on a uh, friday i will ask tony this um new defense coordinator in town three four how, how do you feel about this three four defense that we're going to see now i mean I, have you ever seen a three four defense in carolina i know i have it since 2011 and you got to think that brian burns is really going to succeed in this type of defense yeah i was talking to my buddy cliff brock and i tell you this is a no miss hire right here is uh <laughs> This is Jiro Everham Everham guy or whatever. Never heard of him. You know, is he is going to come in here and uh, really return Carolina to a top five defense? Uh, Good question. This is my conspiracy. We were talking conspiracies earlier. This guy doesn't even really exist, and everybody's just pretending like they know who he is. He's not even a real person. He is the hot. He was the hot name. He did a lot in Denver. Uh, with the uh, you know hurt defense, yeah, they were awesome this year on the other side. Yeah, but um, to answer your question, Chandler, 
you know, I don't know. Is the the one thing I know about a three four defense is every time we pl- our offense plays one, it feels like they just mollywomp us. And then every time I've ever seen the Panthers play a three four defense themselves, it feels like we always get mollywomped. So um, I hope. Uh, it would work. It sounds cool. Everybody who always tells me that 3-4 defenses are exciting, I think that does make a lot of sense in some ways that, look, it's the defensive ends coming out of college this uh, this day and age. It's almost the reverse problem we had about 20 years ago where they were always trying to find defensive ends who could play in a 3-4 who were uh, agile enough and athletic enough, and you could never do it. Man, I like, think Quentin Copel's type players. And then now uh, – they have a hard time finding defensive ends who have the build and the playing style to play a 4-3. So that's the kind of irony of this. But, hey, look, you say Brian Burns, who is that type of defensive end, you would think that uh, a lot of people compare to the Bosa's and uh, uh, the Watts and players like that. I think the name that I would be excited about seeing in that offense, Chandler, would be Frankie Louvu. Mm. Like, how would he would he be like a Hassan Reddick type presence? Yeah, um, and Louvu's the hot name. So yeah, we'll be interesting to see that uh, how that unfolds. And everybody's always just told me it's just personnel dependent. All right, guys, uh, let's move on. We got to uh, talk Super Bowl before we do. Looking back at our twenty twenty two predictions. Um, I had hits, I had misses. I was uh, I was happy with my Niners prediction. I had him in the Super Bowl, came up one game short. I had Niners versus Bills. Bills obviously didn't get the job done. I was happy about my Dolphins pick uh, going to the playoffs. Um, could have been better with a healthy Tua and made a run, perhaps. My misses obviously were Denver was a big miss. Hmm. I uh, I faded Philly. That was mostly out of spite. I had the Cowboys winning the East, which the Cowboys did have a good year, but um, I undervalued Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, and what they were able to do. So I had uh, I had some hits, I had some misses. Tony, do you uh, can you think of any uh, hits or misses you had preseason when it came to NFL predictions for this past year? I cannot even remember who I picked for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Not figured. I have I have zero idea. I, I think I was with you. I thought I was really excited to see Denver be competitive. I didn't wasn't ready to pick them to be deep into the Super Bowl territory right away. Um, and I really, I think it was just always, you know, you're kind of, it really paid, the AFC just paid out the way you expect it to. You know, Kansas City, Buffalo, um, uh, who else did we miss? Uh, Cincinnati, and then you know I was. Oh yeah, I was wrong on Cincinnati. I had them missing the playoffs. I had the Ravens yeah. uh, winning that division, which you know. Yeah, so I thought I think the AFC was pretty predictable uh, for for most people. I, you know, you always got to be cautious in the with the Super Bowl like hangover stuff, and the Rams haven't been. Uh, you know, they were disappointing this year. Yeah, and I think the big surprise for me. Uh, was how how good the Giants were, and even when because you uh, you know called them frauds all year long, I be- I believed you. They probably well, they, uh, were to a degree, yeah. Really hung around uh, and played a respectable into the season that I didn't really expect. You know, I thought I was just waiting for it always to fall apart, but that was a surprise to me. And the Eagles, man, you knew they were going to be good. 
Chandler had the Panthers in the playoffs. You missed that by what one game, basically, right, Chandler? It, yeah, I mean, we were that. Well, I think I picked them winning our division too. Yeah, and not only did I have them winning the, I mean, I had them winning the division with like nine games, I think. So they're yeah. only a couple games off. Yeah, but yeah. All right, so, and that's when we got the famous soundbite, dude. Dude, uh, who are you picking in the Super Bowl, Tony? Um, I think the Eagles have the best team, but I have trouble picking against uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go Chiefs. They've been there. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm probably going to secretly be cheering for the Eagles. Okay, I'm doing the opposite. I am overtly cheering for the Chiefs, and I think the Eagles are going to win. Chandler? Uh, I wonder how I, w- I wonder how the the past two weeks have treated Patrick Mahomes and his recovery on that ankle because as we saw in that championship game I, that whole second half he was limping around so I mean if he's if he's a hundred percent hell if he's ninety percent um, plus money with the Chiefs and underdogs the Chiefs I gotta go Chiefs over under fifty one Tony I think over and. Uh... Do you? Um, I wanted to ask you, Clip, is why? Why is Vegas kind of fading the Chiefs here in a way? Is, is are they that impressed by the Eagles? Are yeah. starstruck by like how good their roster is? Or are they concerned about Mahomes' injury? Yes, both. <laughs> uh, the Eagles' roster, and I got to get. I mean, I I heard this preseason. I remember when the Eagles. Uh, beat washington the first time around it said you know you can do all the coaching in the world but you look at the eagles roster versus washington's roster and it's not even close and that was a huge cause for concern for me early in the year uh in 2022 but no uh offensive line the things people like things that win football games offensive line uh d-line the, the eagles bolstered that during the middle of the season getting after the quarterback Hassan Reddick is like a hired mercenary at this point, Tony. I mean, y'all had it in Carolina where he gets like one-year deals to go out and be almost defensive player of the year. Which people are crazy to even have him just for one year. Like, just sign him for a good while because, man, he is a playmaker. And then uh, the emergence of Hurts and what he's been in this offense and his ability not just to run the football. He has proven that he can throw it. And A.J., it's kind of crazy, man. Like, Hurts and this offense – haven't had to do much in these playoffs like they get these leads and they just kind of sit on them like when's the last time you saw the eagles in a competitive game like it's it's been a while been a while yeah well actually the last time you saw it gardner gardner Minshew was probably starting right yeah so for the first game hurts came back and uh i don't know man outside of kelsey nobody really scares you offensively for uh for the chiefs i don't know i, I think that i think the chiefs are lulling us to they're lulling people to sleep a little bit for maybe i was like is that, i feel like i don't I've, i'm being duped i'm being tricked if i just go oh yeah i'm feeling such a bunch such a better team because Mahomes is Mahomes. but while they don't have uh, the names that have gone crazy is Mahomes. This offense has been as prolific as it ever was in so many ways. Yeah. Uh, just we don't call Tyreek. We just don't say in Tyreek Hill and Juju and all those guys are just guys. But yeah. I wonder if the Kadarius Tony's guy is going to have a big game. You know, I mean, I just feel like Andy, Andy Reid against Philly. Boy, if all right. So if Philadelphia loses this, the real storyline is. Gosh, well, I don't. Uh, well, how about this? I'll reverse it. If the Chiefs win this, I think the ultimate storyline is Andy Reid, man, just being the 
super genius. And how about if the Chiefs lose? Andy Reid is not only under Doug Peterson now, but under Nick Sirianni. And all the good and all the championships he went to, he is behind those two guys on the list. It's it's crazy to think about. Uh, Good stuff, Tony. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Tyler on YouTube said, ask Tony if he's found a place to eat tonight. I don't know what that means. Still working on it. We're heading to Raleigh right now to go to dinner and check out this comedy show. Cool. Uh, So we're still working on it. Awesome. All right, Tony, thanks for joining us. Enjoy uh, tonight. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. All right. um, Good stuff. Let's take a break. We'll come back more. That was great stuff. You know what? I mean, it wasn't good. It was great. I apologize. I undersold it. That was great stuff. Yeah good is not great stuff good is not good enough when we return brian north joins us on the other side we'll talk more super bowl we'll talk college hoops and more back with you after this listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by country mart country mart is open every day and has two locations in bethel on highway 11 and in stokes and highway 903 country mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline now back to the show welcome back christie's euro pub is the perfect place to relax grab a bite and enjoy a drink located in the heart of greenville and just a few uh, blocks from ecu's campus christie's offers lunch dinner and late night with live music every sunday come and have lunch monday through friday from 11 to 3 or saturday and sunday from 11 to 4 for the latest information check christie's out on facebook twitter and instagram or christie's europub.com scratch cooking takes time so relax and enjoy a pint today at christie's europub now let's head back in to prl here's clip all righty back with you pirate radio live here on a friday let's continue the super bowl talk and uh talk some college hoops as well with brian north who joins us on the pirate radio live line north how you doing today ah uh, fair midland yeah i hear you beautiful day but i guess the rain's coming right yeah you know i had a bunch of outdoor projects ready to go and but uh, mother nature doesn't always like to cooperate with the timeline but that's okay no one wants to hear about my problems so I'll just enjoy this beautiful day. Uh, the only people that like to hear about their problems is themselves, right? But Correct. That's the way it rolls. The same people who want to talk about their fantasy football team and how great it was. Yeah. Uh, how much money they don't make and how hard they work. Those are the people no one wants to hear about. Boy, that really hit home. Brian North joining us uh, on the Pirate Radio Live Live. Brian, uh, Super Bowl 57 coming up. Great matchup on paper. You've got all the, the storylines that have been discussed the last two weeks. You are a, uh, a local guy. You look for the local angles. We have yep. a pirate on the Eagles side. We have a pirate that left um that we claim sometimes and don't other times Gardner Minshew and then on the uh, Chiefs side of things you've got Cornell Powell who is a member of the Kansas City Chiefs but will not be playing in the game so the J.H. Rose uh superstar so uh other than that Brian um I don't know who has the uh the local edge who do you have a rooting interest in this game yeah I really was hoping Cornell Powell would somehow get elevated with the injuries and uh that would have tipped me over to the Chiefs in a heartbeat just because he's from Eastern North Carolina. But, you know, with Linval, it's, it's a pretty cool story, signing on late in the season and getting a chance to win a second Super Bowl in his career. And he's really been, 
he and Indomitian Sue have been a real big part of shoring up that Eagles defense that had a few holes in it. So, yeah, I don't know if I really, outside of that, if I have an, a, a rooting interest either way in that. So, um, but that's those are the storylines we're following. And yes, Gardner Minshew is a former ECU football player, like it or not. So, if he gets in the game for some uh, reason. That will be a big storyline from our perspective. Wendell Joseph, uh, close to a record, not a record, but uh, had this one at Sports Trivia the other night, Brian, the player who had the longest uh, time span between Super Bowl victories um, and won a Super Bowl MVP was Ray Lewis uh, when they knocked off the Giants. Um, early on and then late in his career when they beat the 49ers. So Linville won one back uh, on February 5th, 2012, and now we'll have a chance to win one here February of 2023. So not uh, not quite the Ray Lewis time span, but could uh, he'll be up there on the list, maybe second on the list uh, as far as that goes. It's still, it's, it's still a neat story. The longevity for defensive linemen is not something that really happens a lot yeah. before – a uh, guy like Linval, who I remember, I, I remember him playing running back for the Pirates and scoring a touchdown or two, and uh, was just such a great athlete and had that big bucket head of his. And um, still remember those days fondly when he was anchoring that great defensive line that uh, Skip Holtz had at ECU. But no, it, it, he's had a really great career. And defensive linemen are never going to get a lot of that credit when they're just in there as run stoppers and banging your head on every play. But Linval has uh, has really had a great career and he's still uh, getting those big paychecks here on the back end of it and really doing it the way you'd like to at the end of your career part-time yep. at the end of the season and play the most fun game yeah and that's a good point too brian how many pirates we've had pirates in the nfl how many had let have left early and it didn't go their way and kind of fade away linville uh could have came back another year leaves early and uh, and has all that success we don't see that a lot here for uh for pirates now, it was a great move for him, and you know that was that great defense, and everybody else was going as well. So it was probably in his best interest to do so, and and it worked out well for him being a draft pick for the Giants and having a nice career with them, and and really having his best statistical years with the Vikings, and then a couple good years uh, with the Chargers. But no, it's I, I I don't even know if you can count on one hand how many uh, ECU players have left earlier in their career and actually made it work out in the NFL and and had even a five year career. So. Uh, no, he's been the exception to the rule on that one, and that's uh, worked out pretty well for him. Yes, uh, Keaton Mitchell trying to add to that list. Uh, hopefully yep. uh, he can make an impact at the NFL Combine. Brian North joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Brian, this weekend will be following ECU hoops. They got a tough one uh, coming up on Saturday. Tulane just hung 100 on Cincinnati. Took them overtime to get there, 55 points in the second half. Uh, but Ron Hunter's team 9-3 and three in the AAC uh, crushed the Pirates last year down uh, in New Orleans and um, talked to Corey Glore earlier this week, uh, our old friend who's doing well, and they've developed quite a fan base, Brian, and, and part of it's Ron Hunter. The other part is, you know, they're coming off a Cotton Bowl win, that, that momentum. I mean, you've seen that at places, at institutions, at, at high schools, whatever, where well, once that ball gets rolling, uh, everybody kind of reaps the benefits. It seems like uh, the basketball program's doing that right now. What in the wide world of sports is going on at Tulane, whose basketball and football programs are so bad for the longest time? And yeah. now uh, they're doing something right. So something in administration, uh, president, something is going right in New Orleans for them right now, whether it's a good plan and getting the right people in place. But, but uh, no, athletically, they've kind of figured it out, and they're, they're hitting things when they're hot, especially in their big money revenue sports. So uh, good for them, because I know there's been a lot of lean years into it at Tulane with both their uh, – 
the big money football and basketball program. So uh, interesting to see, you know, maybe Corey Glore can take credit for it. I'm sure he will. So uh, it's been, uh, but it's been good for them. And so uh, can they keep it going? Because as we know, when you get hot coaches uh, that we saw a few times in Tulane uh, in football, they don't stick around there long. So it's, uh, can you keep replenishing these coaches now when they're, when they're doing very well? Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Uh, earlier this week, Brian saw Virginia knock off NC State, and um, it was it was pretty cool. I, I was thinking back, uh, my stepson went to see Jaden Gardner in Minji's Coliseum uh, as a high school kid playing in the mm-hmm. Eastern Regionals, and then years later I saw Terquavion Smith uh, for Farmville Central in Minji's playing in a Eastern Final, and um, we got to see both of those guys on the court the other night. Jaden Gardner, 18 points in the Virginia win yeah. over NC State. State's ranked. They lose their first game since getting that ranking, but to a good team on the road. Uh, now they go back on the road to Boston College. And uh, once again, Brian, we're having that conversation. You know, is this team real? We'll, we'll you know, find out and have a little answer on that. Boston College is 6-8 and eight in ACC yeah. play, but State should be a road favorite tomorrow at noon. Yeah, and this is the question you asked at NC State. Look, every team's going to lose games. It's how you bounce back from that loss and you don't let one turn into two. And this is one of those winnable games. UVA's a tough place. A lot of people are going to lose at UVA this year. It's how do you bounce back from that. And a lot of times when you lose to UVA, you get physically beat up and you lose some of your legs from having to play defense longer in the shot clock. And that's some of those residual effects. So how does NC State bounce back? Again, another road game. And that's always tough playing back-to-back road games, part of three of them. So this is, uh, no, this is a pivotal game for NC State. It's also an early game Saturday, so uh, not quite as much rest going in. But this is one of those games that if NC State really wants to make that next, that jump and be in the upper echelon, this is a must-win game for them because they can't start stacking losses. Brian, also on Saturday, you've got the number one team in the ACC facing the uh, ninth team, ninth place team in the ACC in Chapel Hill. And if you haven't been following basketball this year, it's not the way you think. Clemson is the top team. And uh, North Carolina reeling right now, coming off a a narrow loss to Duke. And then uh, they they made it respectable at the end, I guess, against Wake. But uh, Wake took them uh, to the woodshed on uh, Tuesday night. How about uh, Duke, by the way, coming off that North Carolina win? They get blown out by Miami. So I don't know if there's hangover or I think Miami's pretty darn good. Uh, but North Carolina needing to uh, to get back on the right track. They got some issues there, Brian. Uh, a lot of rumors swirling around about players. And then I, th- I guess Armando Baycott said, if you don't want to be here, get out of here. So they got to figure something out quick. They went on that run last year, but they're going the opposite direction right now. That run last year actually came off of a Wake Forest loss. But that was in January. There's a little less time on the schedule this year for them to do it. But Puff Johnson said that after the game the other night. He goes, just uh, feels eerily similar. We were down after that Wake Forest loss. Then they reeled off 17 out of 20 wins to get to the national championship game. And so the, one of the problems we're seeing here now is that short bench that Hubert Davis doesn't use a lot of his reserves. And I think you're hearing some of the disgruntled players now uh, may not be buying in because they're not getting the results on the back end of that. It's one of the problems. Uh, Puff Johnson mentioning that their fast break isn't what it used to be, and they're they're not getting those easy points. And when North Carolina's winning is when they're running and getting those fast break points, and they haven't had that the last three games and those three losses. So those are some things we'll try to get back when they play in Chapel Hill. And remember, this is Clemson's first visit since 2020 when they broke that 0 for 59 streak. Yeah. So that'll be another storyline in that game going on on Saturday. But no, this is we're going to find out a lot about North Carolina Saturday. And if they get down at all, how do they react? How do fans react? 
Um, I, I think this is as pivotal a game as North Carolina has had in a while because they don't have that many, what, six, seven games left now in the regular season. So uh, it's getting harder to flip that switch like they thought they were going to be able to. And, and we're starting again to see some of those disgruntled guys could be poisoning the water a little bit. Yeah, interesting times for the triangle teams, and we'll see uh, what happens on Saturday. Big day for ACC Hoops East Carolina in action against Tulane and a lot to follow the day before Super Bowl 57. Uh, Brian, I rarely, if ever, talk NBA with you, but uh, LeBron James becomes the all-time leading scorer this week, and LeBron, it's, he's like one of those guys like, well, you can't give the MVP to LeBron every year during his prime, so you almost get spoiled by how good he is but i don't know we, we sit here and and that is a major major milestone and i don't know we kind of scoff at it for some reason we the collective we uh so what's your take on lebron becoming the all-time leading scorer in nba history uh considering he was he's never been considered an elite scorer that's a pretty good deal right i mean I remember when Kareem broke the record. That's how old I am, for one. But Kareem was older and having to stick around because he messed up his finances and was still trying to make paychecks later in his career to build that. But Kareem played well, I believe, into his 40s. And so for LeBron at 38, and I know this is the three-pointer and all those things, but to me it's so impressive because he came in touted as a guy who was a complete player, not a scorer, but yet to have the scoring record, to me, I, I was I'm impressed by it because – I do believe he's one of the top all-around players of all time up there with, you know, an Oscar Robertson has to be right there. I mean, Michael Jordan is called a scorer, but he was a, a defensive player of the year a couple of times. He could pass it when he needed to. In fact, some of the biggest wins in Bulls history are when he passed the ball uh, late in the game. So, um, you know, the debates go on, but I, I was impressed by it just for the simple fact he has never been touted as a scorer, but he has put up a lot of big numbers throughout his career. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. And, uh, Brian, have you seen the – I just saw it today. I think it, it was released recently, a trailer for uh, the movie about Nike and Phil Knight and Sonny Vaccaro and them landing uh, Michael Jordan as their their uh, their big personality when they were trying to get their basketball brand. All, have you seen anything about this? The, the movie looks pretty interesting. No, I haven't. I've read, you know, the books on it and the articles in the past on it, but I haven't seen anything about the movie yet. It's the, the sneaker wars are, are a whole another legendary thing that went on. That when we didn't have the cell phones and the cameras, a lot of the stuff was behind the scenes, and so it is fascinating to look at some of that stuff. Yeah, Matt Damon uh, is in it, and uh, Jason Bateman and others. They didn't really show if anybody's. I guess somebody's going to play Michael Jordan. They showed. Uh, uh, in the trailer, them him visiting, going from Oregon to uh, I guess Wilmington to visit Michael Jordan. So uh, it looks pretty fascinating. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Brian, uh, I forgot to ask you, which I know you're um, I don't know you're you're not really that much into to NASCAR, but you know more than most guests I have on the show about it. Forgot to ask you about uh california last week uh but we will talk daytona next week but did you watch any of the uh the race around the coliseum last sunday i did not it was past my bedtime and <laughs> i caught the highlights the next day and uh, the spectacle of it is, is really I, I still like the idea of it uh going to strange places to to run around in a, in a tight circle you know they had enough wrecks to to make people happy and, uh, and an interesting winner at the end so 
It's cool. I, you know, I like those little exhibition races. Even though I didn't watch, I'm still interested in it in the lead-up and, of course, the coming out of it heading into Daytona. So this will be the peak of my, my NASCAR interest will be the, this next week or so when we get ready for the Daytona 500. Well, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you during that peak. We'll, uh, we'll talk Daytona next week. Uh, are you or uh, your wife excited to see Rihanna? Are you all a big uh, Rihanna household? No. <laughs> I, I, I can't speak for her. She's more Backstreet Boys and okay. uh, New Kids on the Block. Um, I had to learn from my young co-workers this morning that Rihanna sang some Umbrella song. Yep. So I, I've, I've learned that today. And apparently that came out in 2007 when I was hip and cool. I just, <laughs> I've, never been, I've never been that music uh, history guy or know that much. Like I know some people and names and groups and I know some songs, but I could never put them together very well. In the old days, we used to play the radio game in the car. Yeah. Push the preset buttons, and, you know, the first one to name uh, the song and the artist and get it right would get a point, and I was, I was horrible, horrible at that game. So, yeah. I am aware of Rihanna, but, like, like at some point, Brian, I, I like you. It sounds like you just kind of gave up on <laughs> – like, I've got enough music that I like. Why do I need this new music? I, I'm going to stop learning names and songs and everything and just stick with what I know. Yeah. That's a generational thing, right? There's a threshold we all reach when it comes to music. We yeah. With our parents, we see it now as we're getting older. I work with younger and older people, and there's a clear demarcation <laughs> of when your brain gets filled with enough music that you quit. Yeah. And so we've got, we've got a 65-year-old gentleman who sings nothing but 70 songs, and, you know, it's just like music from our teens and 20s, and then we quit. We had enough. And they were asking me about Rihanna today. I go, I haven't listened to a radio station, a CD, or whatever it is people listen to. I haven't listened to music in at least 15 years. I'm now a talk radio guy when I'm in the car. Yeah. So, uh, and Pandora, when I'm playing that, it's all my, my music from my youth. So, And I'm happy with that. Like, I don't have a desire to learn any new music. Yep, I'm uh, on the same page. with My library and my brain is full when it comes to the music department. North, uh, have a great weekend, man. Thanks for joining us. We will uh, catch up with you again next week. All right, Clipper sounds good, brother. Enjoy the Super Bowl, and I, I, I got to guess you're going to make a big old spread now that you're this big booty guy. I got to think of something to take to Igo's Super Bowl party. I got to uh, you know, Igo's party. Yeah, yeah, I like to. Uh, uh, it's a, a, a little tradition. I, I got my prop sheet ready to go, so we'll uh, we'll have a good time with that. And uh, hopefully, Brett Kennedy is uh, going to be happy around the office next week. We'll see. Get the little Igo gambling. That'll be awesome. Teach uh, <laughs> Igo how to make bets. Teach him young. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> see you, man. All right. See you, Clipper. Brian North joining us on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We will take a break, come back, have more for you. We'll do our um, Monday morning segment next. We're going to do the uh, closeout hour two as if we are live Monday morning for our morning listeners. We appreciate you afternoon listeners. We're going to show a little love to our morning folks when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 61,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Great to have you here on this Monday morning. Hope you're uh, feeling good. Not having a Super Bowl hangover. Ah, uh, yeah. Still getting the yawns out here bright and early on this Monday morning. How you doing this morning? I'm, I'm making it. I'm getting there. Gonna... I slept pretty we good should... last night. And the... I stayed up late for the Super Bowl. Yeah. The day after the Super Bowl really should be a national holiday. It should. I should we be, should uh, not be here right now. Should be in bed right now. Uh, but a huge Monday it will be coming up later on today. We've got... Who do we got today? Pirate Radio Live. Cliff Godwin going to be on the show, oh. along with the players inside the Delcor Players Lounge. So, it is baseball week. We made it to baseball week. Man, happy... Uh, I can't wait. Happy baseball week to It's everyone. Monday today, and before you know it, it'll be Friday, and it'll be opening day for ECU baseball. And man, some uh, rainy weather this weekend, but good to see that rain is gone. Now the question Maybe. is... <laughs> Well, What's your question? the question is, will it be cold or will it not be cold on Friday? Well, that's going to be the big question. Look at this week's forecast on Friday. Guess what? Oh, man. Temperatures look great. Uh, some rain in the morning and hopefully that rain will not carry over into the afternoon or evening. But uh, it looks like uh, we're going to have some pretty good temps for Friday. What's nice. the uh, what's the time for first pitch this Friday? I believe it is three o'clock perfect that's one of my favorite times three o'clock is my favorite time because that's when we start P- prl today and every day monday through friday three to six that is correct uh it is at four o'clock four o'clock four o'clock four o'clock that's not my favorite time no second favorite time um but yeah super bowl is great i don't want to talk about the game from last night per se nah. I will, the food was great food Fellowship. was great had a good time with you know friends yeah friends watched the big game yeah what was like can you believe that one play though i know that one play was crazy <laughs> that was nuts and the halftime show oh it was, uh, it was you know it was it was it was there was one <laughs> yeah there was there was there was one and there was a game yep that was and a game. man and that, hey that touchdown which one though the one the one i'm thinking about oh yeah yeah i i thought that he uh they were gonna call that back i know and they didn't no wow and congratulations on winning most of your prop bets too sure yeah, yeah won some lost some i don't like to talk about my bets pre I mean, you, or post whether i win or lose yeah but you know going 50 50 is not but too i love I, I i enjoyed that yesterday and enjoying you know keeping up with my prop bets and stuff but yeah. it just adds an extra layer to the game yeah kind of crazy though the winning coach from last night and his affiliation with the eagles I also heard that you overate at uh, Mr. Igo's party. Always happens. Always overeat. Yeah, yeah like you almost went into a food coma am right I, there in the fourth quarter. I'm not full, so I'm going to keep eating. Well, that's the problem. you got to have your your body and mind sync up that, hey, you've had enough, Buster. Yeah, but hey, see, I, you have to be careful with that because, you know, you know, Erica may one day get back at you for all those little 
side comments. Side comments about we got along. Hair. We got along great last night. Great. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I know you don't have it pulled up, but uh, look, I'm I'm on a sports hangover. Had the Super Bowl yesterday. Yeah. Hey, what do we have on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard coming up tonight in basketball? Oh yeah, uh, good night of college hoops coming up tonight on this monday big monday as it used to be called when i was growing up with uh the big east uh having games on big monday and the big eight at the time now we can really officially kind of really focus and hone really? in on college basketball that's right miami the u is at north carolina texas at texas tech west virginia at baylor great monday of hoops and uh let me wish my daughter lily happy birthday oh wait how old is she now uh-oh was I supposed to not know that? Fourteen. Fourteen. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Dude. Her birthday's today? On yep. Monday? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Happy birthday today. See, it was a Friday the thirteenth, baby. Ooh. And now, oh. uh, now a Monday the thirteenth, baby. Wow. What's worse? She's Friday the thirteenth or Monday year. the thirteenth? <laughs> yeah. Friday. Yep. Shares a birthday with Mike Chris uh Krizawaski former duke coach i share a birthday uh, with eddie george i don't even know who i share a birthday with well let's take a break and find out sure everybody uh have a great monday all right have a great and monday we'll be guys back with you and talk as if it's friday's live show which is so weird but it's today's monday it's great to talk to you monday morning people we're back to our friday afternoon folks when we return after this listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show hey welcome back uh, tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches appetizers cold beer and more follow tiebreakers on facebook and instagram for daily updates tiebreakers in greenville at bell's fork and in downtown winterville on railroad street now let's head back into prl here's clip all right hour three pirate radio live welcome back uh chandler saw something you may be interested in the down east wood Ducks tweeted out today that uh they are looking for national anthem performers at wood Ducks games this year you send uh, your recording to an email and uh, it must be acapella, 90 seconds or less, and recorded between 2021 and 23. So I know that's something you're interested in. Maybe you could uh, send in your demo. Yeah. Why not? Why did you think of me? Because it was not either yesterday or the day before you said we should sing the national anthem at an ECU basketball game. Well, how about you do it with me? Do you not recall that conversation? No, I do now, but how about we both do it? How about no? All right. Uh, funny comment from Johnny Rob, Johnny R, Johnny our R, stats guy, J Rob. We were uh, last segment. We were doing it as if we were live here on a Monday morning. Johnny Stats. Johnny Stats said, "I was really enjoying last night's Super Bowl until the Spanakopita run ran out." Beautiful callback from Thursday show, where Troy D talked about his love of Spanakopita, a must-have at all Super Bowl parties. Josh said, "Where did uh, Chandler watch the game?" Where'd you watch the Super Bowl, Chandler? I watched it back at my house. All right. It's a good deal. Let's do some Super Bowl props, shall we? 
Let's do it. Sure. Uh, by the way, Jeff Comper is on line one. Oh, is he? <laughs> hey, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, you okay? Name that sound. Jeff, you there? Let's uh, let's talk to Morgan Aylers instead. Hey, Morgan. Hey guys, what's going on? Not much. We can't do prop bets without Morgan Aylers. Uh, I was going to see if Shirley and Chandler wanted to be a part of this as well, but Chandler has taken off his headphones and cut off the mic and leaned back in his chair. And I'm back. <laughs> okay, you want to be in? I'm in. All right. Uh, I, I might have to leave because I know there's a listener coming to pick up his prize any minute now, so right. I might have to leave for a brief moment. You're the real prize, Chandler. Oh, Morgan, I uh, used to do this on uh, the Extra Point, and we're going to bring that over to this show, and I'm going to keep our answers and see how we did, and uh, we'll recap it next Friday. So you ready to go? I am ready to go. Are you familiar with Chris? I have not looked at it, have not studied it. This is all coming off the top of the brain. Off the big, big dome of Morgan Aylers. Uh, are you familiar with Chris Stapleton? Yes, I am. All right. Will his national anthem go over or under one minute and 59 seconds? Over. Morgan's down for over. Chandler. He's a slow singer. Give me over. All right. I'm just going to ride the wave here. Morgan said it with authority. Chandler agrees. He also is aware of him, so I'm going to go over as well. Chandler, will the coin toss let on Lee uh, land on heads or tails? You bet with your head. Give me heads. All right, Morgan. I'm a tails kind of guy. All right. Mm. Uh, Come on. <laughs> I'm going to go heads. Oh, oh. Hey, oh. Will the opening kickoff be a touchback? I'm going to say yes. Chandler. Yes. Morgan. Yes. All right, we're all on yes there. Will the first offensive play of the game be a run or a pass attempt uh, slash sack? Morgan. Pass. Okay, Chandler. I'm going to get pass. All right, I'm going to just be different and say run. Well, let's see. Will the first pass of the game be complete or incomplete? Morgan. Complete. I'm going to say complete. Chandler. Complete. Will the first turnover of the game be a fumble or an interception? I'm going to say interception. Chandler, are you multitasking? Are you busy over there, buddy? I'm just, I'm going to fill out the paper and I, right. I, I'm actually going to keep up with it. Can I take one of your papers? Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with a fumble. I'm All going right. to specifically say a strip sack. All right, Morgan. Fumble. Fumble. Will the first penalty of the game, not counting special teams, be by the offense or the defense? Morgan. Holding offense. <laughs> okay. 72. Oh, calling out the number. Chandler. I'm going to go offense. False start. False start. All right. I'm going to go P.I. I'm going to go defense. Ooh. Will the first points on the board of the Super Bowl? Chandler, I think you're uh, – All right. I'll be right there. Your guys here. Uh, will it be a touchdown or field goal? Morgan. Touchdown. Touchdown. I'm going to say touchdown as well. Will the first commercial after kickoff be a beverage, automobile, or other? What do you got, Morgan? Uh, I'm going to say beverage. Okay. 
I'm going to agree with you there and say beverage. What about Chandler? It doesn't matter what Chandler thinks. All right, Shirley's filling in for Chandler while he's out. Shirley. Yes, sir. Will the first offensive score of Super Bowl 57 be a touchdown or a field goal? Um, I am going to say field goal. Shirley, will the first commercial after kickoff be a beverage, automobile, or other? Beverage. Okay. And Chandler's I'm thinking, back. It, I'm thinking it's going to be like a Bud Light commercial. A burr. Total points scored in the first half, Chandler, over or under 24 and a half. I'm going to go with... Hmm. I'm going to go under. I am as well. I think they're going to start scoring in the second half. Uh, Morgan, how about you? I'm going to say under, and I agree with you. I think the third quarter is going to be a big third quarter. All right. What song will Rihanna sing first? Diamonds, Don't Stop the Music, We Found Love, Lift Me Up, Umbrella, or Other? Morgan. Don't Stop the Music. That's what I'm saying as well. Chandler. Lift me up. All right. Well, the first can't start a Super Bowl show on on that song. I agree. That's what I said. Come on, Smokey, pick it up. I mean, I think that she's going to have a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. She'll sing it, but they're not going to do that. Hey, let's go to the Super Bowl party. Here's Rihanna. And uh, (laughs) come on, man. Please don't talk the music. Music. We'll see on Sunday. Well, the first drive of the off of the second half crossed the fifty yard line. Chandler. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right, Morgan. What did you say? I'm sorry, Miss. You broke up. The first drive of the second half will across the 50 yard line. Yes. All right, I'm going to say yes as well. Patrick Mahomes passing yards, Morgan, over under 292 and a half. I'm going to say under, but I think it's going to be real close. Chandler. Uh, I'm going to go under as well. What? I am too. All right. Jalen Hurts rushing yards over under 49 and a half. I'm going to go over. Chandler. I'm going to go under. All right, Morgan. I'm going over. All right. Travis Kelsey catches over under seven and a half. Chandler. Over. Morgan. Over. I'm going way over. I think he's going to be over seven and a half in the first half. Yeah, I could see that. AJ Brown receiving yards over under 71 and a half. Uh, Morgan. Uh, I'm going to go over. I think they're going to be able to move the ball in Kansas City. All right, Chandler. I'm going to go over. I am too. How many combined quarterback sacks will there be in the game over under five and a half? Chandler. Son Reddick, he might have at least three. Um, I'm going to go over. I think quarterbacks are going to get uh, sacked pretty pretty often. Morgan? Under. I'm going under just because this is a popular one this week. A lot of people saying over, so I'm just going against the grain and going under here. Longest touchdown scored in the game. This could be offensive, defensive, special teams. Over, under, 41 and a half yards. Uh, Morgan, what do you got? Over. Okay. Chandler. I could see a long Jalen Hurts to A.J. Brown touchdown. Okay. I'm going to be different and take the under there. Largest lead by either team in the game. Over, under, 14 and a half. Chandler. 
I'm going to go under. I think it's going to stay close. All right, Morgan. I'm going to go under. Both of y'all went under. Um, I'm going to go over. Will there be a lead change in the second half? Yes or no, Chandler? I'm going to go yes. All right. Uh, Morgan? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say no. How many touchdowns will the teams combine for in the game? Over, under, five and a half. I'm going to go over. Morgan? Over. Chandler? I'll go against the grain. I'll go under. All right. Who will be named Super Bowl MVP? Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, or other? Chandler? I'm going to go other. Ooh, okay. Morgan? Other. Ooh. I'll go Jalen Hurts. Uh, who will win the game, Eagles or Chiefs? I'm going to go Chiefs. Morgan? Eagles. Uh, let me clarify. I will. I'm going to pick the Eagles because we're picking here. Because that's you know you got to pick one or the other. If Mahomes is, comes out and his ankle doesn't isn't 100 percent by the end of the game, the Eagles will win. If his ankle is 100 percent of the game, the Chiefs will win. I don't think his ankle is going to be 100. percent I'm going with the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to win. I hope they don't. I'll take the Eagles. What color will the Gatorade shower be? What uh, color will the liquid be? Lemon lime orange blue red slash pink purple uh chandler what do you got i'm gonna go who was it that had the stat oh i think it was eddie king on tuesday i'm gonna go blue okay i think he said purple but all right uh morgan i'm going with whatever color is the lightest color that you just mentioned lemon lime yeah, that would, that'll work. That is the favorite. I'm going to go orange. Let's go orange so we'll all be different. All right, Morgan, that's all I got. We're done. That's all I got. <laughs> you looking forward to it? Yeah, man, looking forward to it. It should be a good game. Hopefully it will be. Good matchup. What's your plan, Morgan? Uh, One or the other. One, I'm either going to stay home and watch it with Sandra or we're going to go out and watch it somewhere. I haven't decided yet. All right, to be determined. More than, more than likely leaning 50-50 one or the other. Morgan, we talked last Friday about how <laughs> you got to be there doing PA, good times, bad times, struggle bus, or great shooting. Uh, last Saturday was about the funnest game in Minji's I can remember. That, that had to be a fun one for you. How do you go? It's like we've talked about in the NFL. How do you go from one extreme to the other? <laughs> they hit every three they put up just about the other day. Yeah, it was it was fun to watch. The guys had fun. They were into it. They played great defense. And uh, you know, hopefully, they can can continue to work on that tomorrow when they play uh, Tulane and uh, come back here against Cincinnati on Wednesday. Morgan, good stuff. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll grade our papers next week and uh, and talk more with you. Appreciate it, man sounds great you guys have a great weekend enjoy the game there is morgan aylers joining us on the pirate radio live line um tell you what tell me something super bowl coming up baseball season coming up you need something great time to enjoy a bud light and we're going to give away 15 
of those bad boys right now. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Josh Thomas has called his shot. Can he win it, or will somebody snake the prize away from him? We will find out. We're going to do 12, Charlie. Call her 12 at 317-1250. Bud Light on the line on a free beer Friday. can be yours. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. And they're open every day and have two locations, one in Bethel on Highway 11 and the other in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. And congratulations to Bobby Raspberry of Greenville. Picked up uh, the free beer on Free Beer Friday. Free Beer Friday is brought to you by Bud Light every day, especially game day is better with an ice-cold Bud Light. Pick up some today at your favorite retailer, Bud Light, proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989 and the official beer of the ECU Pirates. Now back to the show. Here's Cliff. All right. The Raz. Bobby Raspberry with a big win on a Friday, which means Josh Thomas did not win. Josh says on Facebook, I was caller number eight. He said, if somebody feels so led to donate some Bud Light to the calls, I'll be in the jungle all next weekend. So, I don't think Bobby's giving that up. Josh, uh, good effort. Not good enough here on a Friday, unfortunately. All right. Uh, Pirate Hoops tomorrow. Bam. Bam, bam. I am not confident heading into tomorrow. Rightfully so. What's your confidence level? One to ten. ECU goes into Tulane and gets a road win. Thinking back on last year's trip to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I don't know. Pirates coming off of a win at home. Yeah. Had a week off. Uh, literally a week off. Yeah. Um. I, I tell you what, I feel a lot better than i did a couple of weeks ago when the pirates were playing very sloppy basketball but we saw great basketball great shooting great free throw shooting on last saturday we've seen them go on the road this year and be successful um now granted that was the first road trip of the year that was you have to go back uh new year's to wichita state but why why not do it again and uh but i mean that two-lane environment has grown over the years as Jeff Charles mentions it every time he talks about Tulane basketball in that in that I think he calls it a band box. Um so the the uh the crowd could be a factor tomorrow, but I mean on a scale of one to ten, I'll give you this. My confidence is about a six. That's crazy. And that's uh you're a hey, you're a pirate. You know what? You know why I say six clip because I'm a pirate. That you are. Uh, Shirley, let's hear what Mike Schwartz had to say before he and the team left town for NOLA. Uh, been a good week of practice since the SMU game. You know, obviously this time of year it's good to get a few days, and we were able to focus on ourselves as well as obviously moving into a 
Very, very challenging road trip against a really hot team, one of the very best teams in this conference and playing Tulane. They've won four games in a row, so we know uh, what kind of you know great challenge it's going to be for us tomorrow. They're you know three-headed monster, like probably as good as anybody in the country. So, just what type of challenge does that present? Obviously, they're just all dynamic scores, and it's more than just those three guys, but those three in particular. And they do it just when you talk about point guard, wing, post. They like, and he's so versatile in the post. So, uh, just going to be a challenge. And, and they're such good one-on-one scores as well. Like it's not just out of their system in terms of hey, using you know coming off off-ball screens or playing out of a system. Like when the clock gets low, they can go get it on their own. Early in the shot clock in transition, they're as good as anybody there is probably in the country. I mean, they're a top 10 pace team in the country. So anytime you got three guys that can score early in the clock, late in the clock, and out of their offense, I mean, obviously it's a great challenge for you defensively. You guys are close to a top 30 team in offense rebounding, I think second in the conference. Is that like a focus of yours or is it just like a product of how you guys play? I mean, I'm sure it's more difficult than like defense or rebound. I think there's, there's two components there. The positive is, yes, we focus on it quite a bit. We try, we focus on it. We've had different schemes in terms of how many guys we send to the glass, different games. I mean, we've done different things. And there's been games that it's hurt us in transition. Uh, You look back to that Wichita State game at home. We were really aggressive going to the glass. They really hurt us in transition. So it's worked both ways. But kind of the unfortunate piece of that is sometimes you're a really good offensive rebounding team because you – don't shoot the ball as well as so there's more misses so you know there's been games we've shot it well and rebounded it well but but I over the course of the years as I've watched teams and you watch teams that are kind of trying to build offensive rebounding is something that you know hey sometimes the game starts when the ball goes up uh, because maybe you can't count on saying hey we're just going to shoot the ball 50 percent every game and we've had a few good games like that shooting and I, I really do believe we're a good shooting team but you can control going to the offensive glass. Sometimes even a great shooting team doesn't shoot the ball well on any given night. But you can control your scheme, trying to be aggressive on the glass. And then the last part is, I think we got some really good rebounders naturally. Brandon Johnson is a very good rebounder. Ezra is getting there as a great rebounder in the, in the front court. And then guys like R.J. Felton, Ben Baella, they rebound really well. And Javon Small, when he was there, he was rebounding well. So it's kind of a, a kind of combination of everything. What is a great game for you out of Brandon? You know, he can do so many different things for you. So, like, what is it like? Does it depend on the opponent or, you know, do you just kind of... No, I don't think it's a depend on the opponent type thing for Brandon. Brandon is a absolute leader on this team. Brandon is an absolute guy that we count on. He's a, you know, he's a frontline guy for us in every which way. Offense, defense, playing in the post, playing in the mid-range and keeping the floor spaced out and obviously rebounding. So uh, Brandon has been consistent all year. So when you say a good game for Brandon, we, we put a lot on Brandon's plate. He plays 35-plus minutes a game as well. So we have all the – whatever Brandon does, Brandon knows his role. The guys, most importantly, know what Brandon's role is. All we want Brandon to do, you say, what is a good game? Stay aggressive. Stay aggressive on offense. Stay aggressive on defense. Stay aggressive rebounding the basketball. And there's no reason for him ever to not be aggressive. And Brandon's done that, and that's why we real you know ultimate confidence in him. Jaden playing the you know vast majority of the last game at the point is that something you want to see going forward? Is it more of a you know game to game type deal? How it unfolds? Probably everything is game to game with our team right now because our rotation is you know what it is in terms of losing some guys. But absolutely, and, and there were games early in the year where Jaden was 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 playing behind Javon at the point. He might have been starting at the two or the three or the four like he did early in the season. 
But when Javon went out of the game, Jaden came in and played the point some along with Caleb. So, and again, we've talked about when we brought Jaden here, when Jaden came to ECU, playing the point and being a secondary ball handler was something that was definitely in the, you know, in, in the vision. But absolutely, he'll play a lot of point guard going down the stretch. But I think like anybody, if, if he's having success somewhere else or he may be struggling at a certain point, we have to find ways to move guys around. But yeah, absolutely, Jaden will have the ball in his hands quite a bit. How, how big was it for you guys to have this week coming off a win, you know, at this point in the season? It was big, whether win or loss, whatever the SMU game results had been, it was big to have this week uh, academically to allow the guys to really get back. Because this time of year, you're traveling quite a bit, and we've had a couple road stretches, just like we're getting ready to go on right now. And then next week, we go back on the road for two in a row. Uh, three of our next four games are on the road. So anytime you get a week like this where the guys can hone in academically, then they get to hone in on their bodies physically, mentally, kind of get you know, you know, recharged a little bit. And the biggest thing is we get to focus on ourselves for a couple of days as opposed to just going right to the next opponent. A lot of time you play a game, win or lose on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you're right back on an opponent for a Tuesday, Wednesday game. We had a chance at least in those two or three days to look at, hey, where do we need to try and be better as we moved into the latter part of the week and moved to one of the very best teams in this league, Tulane, in scouting-wise. Has Javon been able to make any progress as far as you know getting on the court, doing anything? Yeah, you know, he. I think he's back in, you know, doing stuff in the, on the treadmill. He's doing stuff shooting. As far as what that means on when he's back available to be, you know, clear to play live. You know, no answer on that yet. But he's definitely making progress. And in our training staff and strength and conditioning staff, doing an incredible job. And he's working every day. He's in great spirits. The biggest thing is Javon has also really done a great job being a vocal leader for this team during practice, during games, in the locker room. It don't. He has been, and that's big for him. And he's made a huge impact and, and just proud of him because he's with us every step of the way, even though he's obviously not on the court right now. Sometimes it might be hard for players who aren't playing to have that impact. I mean, is that natural for him to, to be able to do that? Or? It's my first time going through it with him, so I don't know if it's natural. I know that he's doing a great job with it. And what I do know is as a point guard and someone that is a sure shot leader on this team and somebody that the coaching staff and his teammates have the ultimate confidence in, we can't wait till he's back with us, that it just – is another level, another layer he is adding to his game and to who he, is, who he is as a person. Because it isn't just about putting the ball in the basket or having good numbers or, you know, it's so much more than that, particularly as a point guard. And he's doing it, and I think this is going to help him moving forward. Like, is he getting a good, like when he's on the bench, like, is he getting a good look, like almost like coach's type of view when he's kind of watching the game? And- I, I think so. I think we've talked about it. And I think anytime you see the game through a little bit of a different lens, because he knows he's, his, he's not going to be in the game that game. He knows during practice, all right, I'm not practicing today. So I think you always see something a little differently. You've always heard players talk about that when they've got injured. They see things from a little bit of a different lens. And I think this lens is going to really be a positive for him. Mike Schwartz uh, earlier today before the team headed out of town. And it'll be ECU Tulane ESPN Plus Saturday at 2 o'clock. Also in the American on Saturday, Tulsa at UCF and South Florida at Cincinnati. Those are the games on Saturday. Super Bowl Sunday, Temple will be at Memphis at noon. That'll be a good one on ESPN2. SMU at Wichita State at 4 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, looking at tonight, top 25 action. The only game uh, involving top 25 teams tonight will be Xavier taking on 
Butler on Saturday. Uh, some Big 12 action, West Virginia and Texas. NC State, uh, important game for them on the road at Boston College. Kansas will be at Oklahoma. Duke at Virginia. Baylor and TCU in the Big 12 will do battle at 4 o'clock on Saturday. It'll be Oklahoma State at Iowa State. Uh, pretty much right now, you've got just everybody but Texas Tech and Oklahoma slated to make the NCAA tournament from the Big 12. That's how good of a year the Big 12's having in basketball. Also on Saturday, UCLA at Oregon, uh, ESPN at 10 o'clock, and uh, BYU-Gonzaga 10 o'clock on the deuce on Saturday. So college hoops going on. Um, Shirley, can we get an update on softball? Do you have one right now for us? On yes. The Buccaneer um, they are in the top of the, the six. The buck. Okay. The buck. Uh, they they're heading into the bottom of the sixth inning. Uh, Virginia Tech has a four to two lead over ah, East Carolina right now. It. So they were tied at two, and then Virginia Tech uh, tacked on a couple of runs in the fifth. Um, right now, uh, unfortunately for East Carolina, they're pitch, uh, they're facing a really really good pitcher with Virginia Tech, uh, Lindsey Grind, who has a point five eight ERA. So she is uh, pitching very well. So Just grinding that. Yeah, they only East Carolina only has one hit in the entire game so far. So, but hokey. they did manage to scratch off two runs. So we'll see what happens in the bottom of the sixth inning. They're coming up. Uh, Joey Fatante coming up to the plate for hey, the Pirates. Hey, Fatante. Fatante. Yeah, what are you doing over here? I love saying her last name, Fatante. Fatante. Hey. Pirates two and one on the early season, and uh, right now trailing four to two in that one to Virginia Tech. Let's take a on the Buccaneer Music Golf Scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Talk to Greeny, Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Radio Show. Big weekend for him. He's going to Clemson UNC basketball. He's following the waste management, and we got the Super Bowl. Great sports weekend. We'll talk about it with Mark Greenhill when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, you can watch all of Pirate Radio's local programming on YouTube Live. Go to YouTube and search for Pirate Radio TV and subscribe today. Watch Pirate Radio Live Monday through Friday from 3 until 6 p.m. And, of course, the Bud Light pregame tailgate and the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter on game days. Just go to YouTube, search Pirate Radio TV, and click on that subscribe button button and while you're at it click the, the like button as well now let's head back into prl here's clip all right back with you i'm pirate radio live here on a friday super bowl 57 can be heard right here on pirate radio chiefs and eagles looking forward to it coming up we'll talk about that and more right now with mark greenhelge golf shop radio show he joins us here on pirate radio to get you ready for the weekend greeny how you doing man I'm doing great, Cliff. How are you doing? Doing great. Awesome uh, sports weekend. We got some uh, some football, some hoops to talk about with you, along with the golf. And 
Uh, a lot going on in the golf world as well, uh, including what's going on right now at the Waste Management, one of the, uh, I guess, known as the, what, wildest tournament uh, on the tour, Greeny. So what uh, are the storylines here, uh, day two of the uh, Phoenix Open? Well, a little weather yesterday, uh, unseasonably cold out in the southwest. So they had a frost delay yesterday. And then after they got out playing, it was some brutally windy conditions out there. So the scores were not all that great for guys that went out yesterday morning. So hopefully those guys can take a little more advantage this afternoon. So they are running behind. It's going to be close. I think the tee times were about an hour and 45 minutes delayed today as we were finishing out round number one. So kind of touch and go to see if we'll finish all uh, 36 holes for these guys by this evening out in the Phoenix area. So definitely keep an eye on that. But, of course, Cliff, there's always the biggest news in golf that one player has announced that he's going to play in his own tournament next week. <laughs> it's playing in a PGA Tour event for the first time since 2020. Now he's played major championships, but this is the first regular tour event since 2020. Yep, uh, that was going to be my next uh, point that I brought up. Tiger Woods playing. Where is the, that tournament next week, Greeny? That is the Genesis Invitational, which is out in L.A., and it is the golf tournament that Tiger Woods has played in the most and never won. He has wow. one second-place finish in that thing, but traditionally it has not been a good golf course for him out of Riviera, even though he loves it. Interesting. Uh, so keep that in mind uh, next week. Tiger back on the course. Waste management going on uh, this weekend. And Greeny, uh, along with all of that, out in Arizona, you've got uh, the Super Bowl going on as well. Chiefs and Eagles. And Greeny, uh, you're a Pats fan, so I don't know if you have a uh, can't find a rooting interest here. Do you have a, a gambling interest? Anything you're interested in uh, regarding Super Bowl 57 on Sunday? Man, I don't know. You know, the Eagles Eagles minus one and a half, for some reason, just seems right to me. I mean, everybody has anointed Patrick Mahomes as the next GOAT to Tom Brady. And, like, you you haven't really dominated like you should if you're going to be the next GOAT. It's like you keep seeing people say that, you know, hey, when you win four Super Bowls in seven years, give us a call and then we'll put you into that conversation. So it's one of those things where you got to think that a little bit of pressure – is starting to come on Patrick Mahomes because he's only got the one Super Bowl. Does he end up, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers style? Uh, you know, some of the great quarterbacks still only have one Super Bowl win. So you, you start having that conversation if the Eagles win this one. And, uh, you know, you got you to gotta like the Eagles. I mean, you got to think that they're going to dominate on both lines, on both sides of the football. And we all know that seems to be what wins in the trenches when you get to Super Bowl time. So we'll see how it plays out. Greeny, uh, you got any prop bets? You doing squares? Uh, any additional uh, fun entertainment involved in the Super Bowl on Sunday? Well, Cliff, I don't know if you saw it, but I saw the thing that the team that has won the toss like the last 10 years has lost the Super Bowl. Hmm. has to be the biggest prop bet right now, right? If you if you win the coin toss, you lose the Super Bowl. Okay. So, uh, do you put the? Do you put? Is there a prop that where you can put money on the coin toss loser to win the Super Bowl? There probably is. Uh, if not, you'll just have to get in and bet live right after the coin toss and go ahead and uh, yeah. get ready to collect. So there's a little tidbit from Mark Greenhill, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us talking golf, talking football, and some hoops. Uh, Greenies, uh, you still planning on uh, watching some live basketball in Chapel Hill tomorrow? 
And yeah, at 2 o'clock, i got to do the show, and then I've got to get home, grab my six-year-old, uh, head up to meet his cousin and his cousin's friend, and all four of us are going to Chapel Hill. And uh, just remember that Clemson has not lost in Chapel Hill. <laughs> They're not winning in Chapel Hill. They've not lost in Chapel Hill in almost three years now. There you go. They're the new streak. Uh, forget that old streak, Clemson uh, in charge. And they're uh, still on top of the ACC. Uh, lost one to Miami last week, but uh, Clemson uh, still in first place in the ACC. And, and boy, at, in North Carolina reeling right now, Greeny, coming off the Duke loss, the Wake Forest put up a ton of points against them. So you might be getting them at a good time here. Yeah, I mean, it could be four losses in a row if Clemson happens to beat them. Although, you know, Clemson is reeling. They've lost three of their last six in the ACC. And they're unranked, leading the ACC and unranked. So go figure, right? Yeah, all about the name uh, for a lot of these things. Mark Greenell's Golf Shop Radio Show joining us on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Greeny, uh, a ton going on, as we said. So what, uh, what will you guys be talking about coming up on the Golf Shop Radio Show on Saturday? We will talk to Bill Bender of the Sporting News about uh, all things Super Bowl and college basketball. We are also going to check in with one of our uh, uh, affiliates. We're on out in the Phoenix area. So we're going to check in with uh, 1580 fan Steve McCollum out there in Phoenix and see uh, how big of a hype weekend this is with the waste management going on with their designated event with the great field that they have. The Super Bowl teeing off right after we wrap up out at the waste management. We'll check in on all things going on in Phoenix. And then we have a couple of products that we're going to talk about from the PGA Merchandise Show. We're going to talk about a spray that lets you see where you're hitting the ball on your club face, as well as a golf club that you don't need to swing, but you can hit it up to 225 yards. So check out that on Saturday morning. Greeny, good stuff. Good luck to your Tigers. Enjoy that uh, trip to Chapel Hill, and uh, we'll check in with you again next week. Thanks a lot, Cliff. Have a good one. Mark Greenhelge, Golf Shop Radio Show, coming your way Saturday, 8 to 10 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio. Chandler Honeycutt is manning both production desks at the moment, audio and video. So we're going to see if he can successfully take us to this break. He is now switching back into his video chair. And nothing is happening. Now Shirley is returning to send us to the break now shirley and chandler are arguing in studio b we'll take a time out come back and have more for you hour three of pirate radio live back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, The Dow closed out the week on a good note. Uh, They were up 169 points at 33,869. NASDAQ dropped 71 points, however. Finished out the week at a 
11,718. The S&P was up eight points at 4,090. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors uh, today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. All right, if you're uh, like Morgan Aylers and not sure if you're going to chill at the house or maybe go somewhere for the Super Bowl, here's an idea for you. How about the Buck? Buccaneer Music Hall having the biggest Super Bowl party of the year this Sunday. You can join the fun at the Buck with the biggest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 15 more big screens. The Buck will be having giveaways all day and night long with food and the coldest beer in eastern North Carolina. Get bucked up. Super Bowl Buccaneer Music Hall this Sunday, Chiefs Eagles. Get bucked up. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. did last Friday night. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. What was going on? Uh, Jake Sutton was playing and uh, saw a loyal listener, Kenny Curlins, and his wife there. and uh, But had a good time over at the Buck. You can, too, this Sunday. Super Bowl, Chiefs Eagles. What's Jake Sutton playing? Country music. Country music. Uh, you know, some popular hits, and then he plays some of his hits. What are the popular hits? Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen. Should have been a cowboy. Should have been a cowboy. <laughs> I sure didn't learn to rope and ride. You know, I would not hate going to a Toby Keith concert if he played oh his uh, 90s hits. Or even I want to uh, I wanna talk about me. I even those, yeah. I, I want to talk about. We've talked about a lot of different topics on the show. A lot of country uh, on Tuesday with Bryce. A lot of food, specifically soup. Wednesday with P Mace. Um, whatever that dip is that Troy likes. Spinacopia. Yeah. Um, Hiaw- I just want to say cornucopia <laughs> for some reason. But. Hiawaska. Yeah, we talked about Hiawaska. So we uh look it's uh we focus on ECU athletics but we can tend to go off on other topics yeah. as well. I mean but I yeah. think that's that's the joy of this show. We're not one trick ponies here. We're like three or four trick ponies. We what can is, cover uh, the gamut when it comes to certain topics. It's another phrase I'm curious about one trick pony. So were there like trick ponies back in the day? And some of the ponies only have one trick, where other ponies would have more. Multiple. Is that what we're saying? Mm-hmm. I wonder what they're. There tr- was, I mean, the popular uh, amount of ponies had a lot of tricks up their sleeves. Oh, and, they wore uh, shirts. Yeah. Okay. And there's another phrase: "trick up your sleeve." Yeah. But there was that one pony that just only had one, and it was boring. How do you feel about magicians, Chandler? Ah, uh, they freak me out. David Blaine freaks me out. Yeah. You know what also freaks me out? Uh, lepre- me- leprechauns. Uh, okay. Uh, what else freaks me out? It's not small. Scorpions. It's not large. Uh, it's not 2XL. It's medium. A medium freaks me out. People that could talk to the dead. <laughs> A have, psychic medium? Yes. Have you ever uh, played with a Ouija board? No. You into that devil stuff? No. No, 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 no. You can open doors you can't close. <laughs> as hey. as a fan of paranormal shows like I am, yeah. and an amateur ghost hunter myself, I have a firm belief that Ouija boards open doors to other dimensions that if you are not careful and not knowledgeable, you cannot close them. Okay. The one sold by made by Fisher Price that you can buy at Walmart? 
I don't care where you can buy it from. I ain't touching it. So if I just drew one right now, you'd be scared of it? No, not that. Why not? That's what they're doing at Fisher Price. Yeah, well. Just making a point. Chandler, you ever talked to a medium before? I have not. I have been hypnotized. That's, hey, that's another thing. That's another thing. Holy cow, where Listen. did we go? We went from Ouija boards to hypnotism? Look, I have been hypnotized, brother. Brother. Man, and it was freaky. They, it was did freaky. They, did they embarrass you? Did they make you do silly things? I can't remember. Where were you? I can't remember where I was at. Oh, <laughs> I guess you were hypnotized. Guess, what? guess where I was at? Nashville. Wrong. See, I was in Beta Club. <laughs> Get this. Not only was I, I had a lot of extra curricular activities i did back in school uh ffa i was a part of the future, future farmers, farmers of, of america. america my god oh. i was a part of that and i went to the state convention in raleigh and there was a hypnotist there why what does that have to do with farming it was just all part of the convention it, i mean it, we had a good old time man i mean we were just like hey there's going to be a hypnotist there's going to be this and that and you got legitimately hypnotized hypnotized apparently i was like Apparently, he told me to, like, rub my butt on the floor like a dog. Whoa, what kind and, of and I did uh, that. hypnotist? Were you in a hotel room with a... I was just... And the, the weird thing is, is that I was by myself. <laughs> oh, that makes it even better. <laughs> and we were on, like, in this alley. <laughs> in downtown Raleigh. I thought it was weird. Yeah, that is a lot. No, but it was me and, like, a lot of people on stage, and it was, uh, it was pretty cool. I've, I've, seen, I've seen that happen a time or two. So, what groups were you in in high school? just uh school paper i was in the fbla which something was... that actually i'm now doing the job i oh, was yeah. a sports oh, yeah. media person chandler well, I, was... I didn't know what i was going to do back then you I, thought you might I, be I, a farmer I, I grew up on a farm and i grew up in a farm family have you ever farmed you pers- yourself yes how so growing up and helping in the summers yeah what'd you do oh help barn tobacco i did um you're a backer boy yeah i feel like we should have talked about this before i i feel like we have because you have also done that and i think i thought you knew my dad had a farm right or i grew up on a farm right i didn't know you were a backer boy all right well and then we also had pigs so we'd go through the dead and boy you you better get get them when they're freshly dead because if you miss them especially in those summer in the summer Ooh. heat they'd be stinking stinking and bloated and and very go, and, bloated and just everywhere you have to yeah. get a shovel yeah and scoop it up but you had pigs had soybeans had okay um all right oh corn of course you have to have the corn of corns um but yeah and i used to uh bail hay used to get on the tractor and line the haze up line the we had a uh, circle didn't have uh square bell all right ffa chandler honeycutt I, I wasn't just an FFA for bleeps and giggles. You're not a. You were there to get hypnotized. You're old. You're not a one trick pony. I'll tell you that. And when I was actually hypnotized, he said, "You're going to be in radio one day." <laughs> and I was like, "All right." Scott says, "Remember when the Who played Super Bowl halftime?" I, I don't remember the game, but I, I, I remember. I, I, yeah, I, I, remember, I remember. I remember when they played. And and they a, were old. And what a great rock band they are. Now all those great rock bands are too old to get up there. We need. Uh, I don't know. We got Rihanna. Umbrella. Please don't Lift stop the music. Song number one. Me up. Gonna run this town. 
That's going to be the first one. Charlie Chandler, we'll see you Monday at 3. Big show on tap with Cliff Godwin and the Delcor Players Lounge. Everybody, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll talk to you Monday. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.